Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Trish. Good evening. How are you doing? Oh, such a such a better week. Okay. okay Just been a, been a rough time, but glad to be with you this evening. Okay, okay. And I did talk to Keisha. She'll be popping in probably around 7.30ish, maybe sooner. Excellent. All right, so I'm going to open up the YouTube side. Hold on one second. Broadcast. Oh, by the way, I did get a new um, a new streaming service. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah, able to use it last week, no problem. Oh, that's wonderful. Yep. All right, here we go. Okay. Oops, hold on. Okay, there we go. Okay. Hey, you guys. Welcome. Welcome. We got Trish on the line with us. She's back with us this week. She had a um, uh, a pretty, pretty long week last week that she couldn't be with us, but she is back. I don't know if you want to go into anything a little bit, and that's fine if you don't. Oh, thank you so much. Hi, everybody. It's great to be back. I had... Um two really big losses of two amazing people in my life. And it was just a really rough time. Um, I was at a service for a former colleague and two hours after that service ended, I found out that one of my dearest friends passed. And so it was a really, really bad day Friday. Um, I was glad to be able to be at the celebration of life for my former colleague and friend Lonnie. And then just, of course, devastated to find out about my dearest, one of my dearest friends, Meredith. And um, we've just all been talking, all of our friends, and have been just, you know, keeping in touch and being there for each other going through this time. I know we've all experienced loss. And, um, you know, you're just always so grateful to have wonderful people in your life. So thank you so much for caring and asking about me. I really appreciate it. All righty. No, I'm glad that, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm glad that... Um, you know, everything went, you know, in regards to how you, it's it's hard to say. I just don't know. A lot of times in these situations, I just don't have the words, you know, you don't know what to say, but I'll just send condolences. Thank you. And I appreciate it very much. No problem. No problem. Now I'm looking on the YouTube side. Hold on. Trying to make sure that we got everything. Okay. All right. If you guys in the comment section, can you guys hear me? Hold on. Because it's saying on the YouTube side that they're waiting for us. So okay, okay. 
But I do see, hold on, let me, okay, let me see. This is it. What are you waiting? Okay, hold on. Uh, okay, it's 12. Can you guys hear me on the YouTube side? Say hello in the chat if you can hear me. Can you guys hear me? Oh, there we go. Okay. Hey, 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 Bree, what's going on? Okay, cool. I was getting scared for a minute. I know for a minute there, right? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, yes, everybody's strolling in now. I think YouTube sometimes is it, there's a, a lag somewhere, mm -hmm. and it's like, come on, come on, catch up, catch up. <laughs> We're already talking. <laughs> oh, yay. is that Keisha? Hey, Keisha. Mm -hmm. Hey, hi. I, I didn't expect you to probably by 7 30. <laughs> So when I said 7.30, I was talking about my time. I didn't realize you were talking about your oh, time. Oh, <laughs> that's right. That's right. You're Eastern. Yeah. So I'm, I'm oh, yeah, I was good. To oh, help. you was more than ready. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Okay. We got the whole gang here. I am so happy. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Let me do my formal introduction. Welcome, welcome you guys to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha, Trish, and I We'll be recapping both The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful for the week of March 6th through March 10th. And I know we got a lot to talk about. Yes, ma'am. Oh, man. Especially on Bold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. So normally we recap the, uh, with the first half of the show, The Young and the Restless. The second half of the show, we do The Bold and the Beautiful. And then we have our flip the script segment and who's taking several seats this week. I said several. I didn't even say take a seat. Mm -hmm. Several seats. You already know. <laughs> you know we always got several every week. I know, right? <laughs> crack it up. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into um, the young and the restless. So for the week of the sixth through the 10th, Sally tangles with Summer and Phyllis make a shocking decision after a brush with death. Nick confronts Summer about her run-in with Sally and Sharon set Adam straight. Victoria pays Devon a strategic visit, you mean manipulate, mm -hmm. and plot to undermine her father. Phyllis gives Jeremy the goods and Diane has this dream of a wedding. And then Adam and Nick find common ground and Summer schemes to break up Sally and Nick. All right. So where do you guys want to start first? How about Sally? Okay. All right. So here's my thing. Um, I don't know. I, I just, this girl is getting on my nerves. <laughs> she been on your nerves. I know. <laughs> now, I still Keisha, love her. <laughs> listen, and I know Keisha probably have a totally different opinion of this whole thing. I know she do. I can't <laughs> wait to hear what she has to say. Um, I just, oh my God. First of all, I don't want Nick to be in the middle of this. And he just don't want, it's almost like, would you go home already? 
just yeah. let them figure this out. It's already messy. And I, I guess I can kind of see where Summer is coming from, from what we saw, because it's like, you know that Sally still deep down got feelings for Adam. I know it's there. Yep. We know Adam got feelings for her and and Nick is just right in the middle of this. And she keeps sleeping with him, but she don't want to truly be with him. Adam offers Sally a house today. She turns it down. I'm like, what you going to do? Keep the baby in the hotel room? Right. What are you thinking? I mean, seriously, what you guys got? I mean, this is Trish here. I just see Nick is right now. He's a dangling participle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Uh, everybody knows Sally still has feelings for Adam. The only one who won't admit it is Sally. Um, it, it's clear as day. And you know I want them back together. So, mm -hmm. and, and Summer, you know, she's got a point. Now, is she being, you know, of concern or is she manipulating? Or maybe a little bit of both. I don't know. More, more than likely manipulation. Um, but I don't really blame her. Me either. And I love Sally and Adam together. You know that. Right, right, right. I mean, oh, I just, mm, I'm like, Sally, come on. Y'all got to figure this out. And then she tried to freeze him out this week. Mm -hmm. You know, well, you know, I know you, or was that last week? It might have been last week. I'm trying to remember. I think that was last week. I'm. You guys weren't on um, last week, but. Yeah, remember when she tried to freeze him out when he wants to be a part of and she was like, yeah, I'll let you know if I need anything after the baby is here. And I'm like, yeah. really, Sally? That was, a, that. I think that, I think you're right. I think that was last week and that was a little annoying. Oh, absolutely. Keisha, absolutely. what do you think? Yeah, she quiet over there. <laughs> um, I, I have mixed feelings about it. Okay, um, what you got? I so last week I did feel bad for Adam because you know he was saying I, I would like to be involved in doctor's appointments and all that kind of stuff um, which I understand because he's the father of the baby mm -hmm. um, I didn't like the way that she responded to him like he was a nuisance and you know was was bothering her mm -hmm. I thought she could have handled it a little bit better however um, I do feel like right now at, at this point um because they're not together if she doesn't want him at the doctor's appointments then she can tell him i i really don't want you there it's just a doctor's it's a doctor's appointment um there's nothing that you can do there's nothing that you can do for the baby if there's anything to be concerned about i will let you know after the appointment is over but if she doesn't want him there then that's right now is her prerogative um because the baby isn't here yet um i just don't like the way that she is I don't like the way she's treating Adam. I exactly. think she could be yeah, I agree. a little nicer about it. And I feel like Nick needs to take a step back mm -hmm. and let her mm -hmm. handle things with um, Adam. But he's always got to, like y'all said, he always got to jump in there and throw his two cents in anytime um, Adam comes around. And I feel like he Nick, Nick is more mature than that. He yeah. can stay out of it. Yeah. He he just needs to be there for Sally, like you know she's asked him to, or how the way that she wants him to, mm -hmm. and that's it. Anything that has anything to do with Adam and the baby is that's Sally. That's all Sally, and yeah. that's Sally and Adam. 
not Nick throwing his two cents in there. Um, and I just feel like I, I, at this point, I could care less whether her and Nick stay together, where, whether her and Adam um, get back together. But I feel like Nick, I almost feel like he's holding on to their relationship mm-hmm. almost despite Adam. Mm-hmm. Yep. A little bit. I think so too. Hey, what do y'all think? So y'all know I don't have kids. So I've mm-hmm. never had sonograms. I've never had any of that stuff. Do you think that... Adam should be invited when there is a sonogram involved. Um, speaking from uh, when when I was married and I was pregnant with our children, yeah, I mean he went to the doctor's visits. Their dad was even at my, you know, some of my because um, I I was high risk, so I had other um special treatments he was uh-huh. there and even i mean they gave at the job at the time they gave him paternity leave to go to lamaze classes with me oh wow so i mean i was able he was very active especially when with our first child very active on a lot of different things with sonograms and ultrasounds mm-hmm. and stuff like that so yes okay cool yep. yeah i was kind of thinking that he should be allowed to go to the ones where you're actually for the first time seeing, you know, if it's a boy or girl, I, I mean, I think both parties that are responsible for bringing the life into the world do deserve to see that first. um, Exactly. And, Mm -hmm. um, and it would be devastating to be purposefully left out of that. Um, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and it's, and I mean, granted Adam has two kids already, but it doesn't change even in Adam's situation to actually see a new life forming. There is such a beautiful thing to watch when you're in the sonogram room and you see the, you know, the fetus moving around Mm -hmm. or you get to see the heart or hear the heartbeat or, you know, see them flipping and turning around and kicking and stuff in there. Yeah. And, you know, especially if Adam wants to be there. I mean, honestly, be grateful. Fifty percent of that DNA is his. That's right. I would. You I know? mean, I think. I think um, that gratitude for having someone that really is excited and already loves the baby before the baby gets here. Um, I think that's just a benefit for everybody. So the more love that that baby can get, the better. Exactly. And Nicholas, I mean, even with him offering that house to Sally, I mean, and he was really like, look, you can create your own nursery. The baby can grow up and have a backyard to play in. You you know, and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm cool with mm-hmm. that. And for, for Nick to say, oh, you overstepped. I'm like, are you serious right now, Nicholas? Right. Overstepped to offer, have a, create a safe place for his child to live in a house because she has thought about anything. She's so focused on this whole thing. And I'm not saying that, you know, women can't work and be pregnant at the same time, you know, or anything like that. So I don't want anybody out there to think that. Right. But it looked like she's trying to distract herself. And I'm like, girl, right now, it's not about you anymore. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my thoughts. Keisha, what you get? Because you got quiet again. No, I'm just listening. I mean, personally, I, I stand by the it's 
Sally's choice whether or not she wants to invite Adam to the doctor's appointments mm -hmm. because they're not together. Um, yeah, but it's I, not I wouldn't. I'm not saying that I would not if mm -hmm. I were in her shoes when it comes to something like the sonogram or finding out, um, you know, the sex of the baby or anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, when it comes to the relationship of the of both parents, if you guys aren't in I don't know it, if you're not in a good place with each other and I'm not mm -hmm. saying that they're not I mean I just think it's just up in the air just kind of blah between them mm -hmm. then it's to me it's up to the woman whether or not she wants to invite him to that kind of stuff okay uh, hold on hold on one second um Keisha on the YouTube side um in regards to that statement that I see about um, Courtney Hope being pregnant in real life she is not she was I was actually on a live that she did alongside um, Catherine Kelly Lang at her Ben Hart store and they asked uh, Courtney Hope that question whether she was pregnant in real life and she said no Sally is only pregnant I am not so no she is not pregnant in real life okay go ahead Keisha I'm sorry I just wanted to put that out there Oh no, you're fine. Um, now, if she if she starts letting Nick come to the appointments, then I say she's dead wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now that would be messed up. Like, oh yeah, I, that's that'll be jacked up. Yeah, that is. And I um and then like as far as the offer, his offer to get her a house, I would have I would have turned him down too. Because really? I, we're not to yeah we're not together. You're not no I'm not accepting a house from you to where if you get mad at me later on then you can kick me out you know what i mean you know I, and no, that's just me that's no i get in, it in real life like i have to have i have to have my own it's a it's a security thing for me and i don't ever mm -hmm. want to feel like i owe anybody anything regardless of if i have a child with you or not yeah. um if it's not my name on that house and my guarantee or just me um personally feeling like now I owe you something because you bought this house for me I it I just would never feel comfortable in it so I I, I would need to get my own house I'm going to look for my own house I will buy my own house but thank you for the offer I guess in that situation I understand where you're coming from because a lot of people don't want leverage <laughs> over them yeah the only thing is is that Sally is not moving or her the mobility in this pregnancy is not focused on preparing for a child she seems distracted she keep having the rumps in the sack with nicholas then she turns around and she was like i just gotta focus on this whole pitch for for chancellor winters i don't want to think about this right now and i'm like you need to think about this i think now, she's still, she's still sort of in denial exactly and i mean it's like at some point you can't ignore it, you know. I mean, it took a while. Well, not too long. I mean, obviously, uh, that whole fetal blood uh, paternity test, is you can take as early as seven weeks. I didn't know that until just recently. I had no idea. Yeah, I thought you had to do an amniocentesis to pull out the fluid to find out what the, you know, who's the father. But now you can actually do a regular blood test. I actually looked it up. I'm like, okay, they played that into the storyline. Huh. But something um, new every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, I just 
know. I, I'm just not. I'm like Sally. You know what your past was like. Try to create a whole different legacy for the child you're bringing into the world. I guess that's where I am. Do yeah. do it differently. She's fairly you know? stubborn. What'd you say? She's fairly stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, you know, I, I will say, you know, some are talking to Nikki about it and everything and telling Nikki and Nikki agreeing not to tell Victor. I mean, that was all well and good, but the but I I, I wanna I so wanna be hopeful because I mean Sally and Summer could have been friends if they had played this differently. You know what I mean? They could have actually, they have so many of the same interests. They have the fashion interests. They have the design interests. They have the beauty industry in uh, interest, you know, all that. And I mean, it's, they could have made them friends. I really, really hope that something will happen that will heal the rift of what Sally did when she first came to town so that Summer will know that she's not a user um, she has not accepted anything. And I think that's one of the reasons why she won't accept anything. Now, she did accept the help with the call that that Nick did to Jill. And I'm glad she did. But she hasn't accepted like money, investment, the house, the plane. You know, she hasn't accepted any of that. The woman is obviously not gold digging. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. But I mean, I guess what what is she planning to do? I mean, she's not working. Uh, right. And I mean, what if Jill says no to the project? Then what? You're going to be shopping around this project and then you're trying to maintain a pregnancy that's going to happen probably now in the next, what, six to seven months? You know what I'm saying? Because she's that was she got pregnant December 5th. We're now coming up into we're in the middle of March. Yeah. And I know TV time and Sora's and all that stuff happened. I mean, I would think by now she should be showing a little bit. And not yet, huh? But she not yet. Amazing. I mean, oh you that outfit. Whoo, she looked amazing. Yeah, she does. And you know, I'm, I'm like, are you? Is she actually pregnant? Is this a false pregnancy? Did some? You know, because you just never know what the twist. What are they, they going to actually let Sally have a baby in the storyline? I don't know. It's yeah. going to be interesting because I, she, she, she. First of all, she's not moving like she is preparing. Nesting is what we call it. Um, but on the flip side of that, you know, writers give her a belly bump or something. You know, mm -hmm. she's almost four months pregnant if you looked at the December timeline. Yeah. I will say this. I have a niece who is just tiny mm -hmm. and she's had three children and she didn't even start to show till like the beginning of her fifth month. Yeah. yeah there's a girl that I, one of my coworkers is like that. Mm -hmm. It was like, we knew she was pregnant, but it was like nothing happening with her stomach. And then all of a sudden she's like six and a half months and she comes okay. to work one day and her stomach is there. And it's like, did you, did that just grow overnight? <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's so weird. Oh, but as, as far as, far as summer is concerned, she's doing the same kind of thing that her mother would do. Yeah, exactly. I yes. said that I said that in my recap. Um, mm -hmm. She's like, oh, I don't need any more family drama. And we just need to leave stuff alone. And she getting right back into this, talking to Nikki about trying to set set Sally up. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. As much as Sally is 
and and Nick's relationship is annoying right now. I don't I don't like that Summer is scheming. No, because Sally's actually being a decent person right now. Yeah. So yeah. But I mean, a lot of people were complaining that they miss Hunter King over her. Oh. So I'm I like them both. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but you know, they, this summer and Hunter King, the whole energy and the is it's just different. Yeah. And so I don't know, maybe they're trying to put a little bit of fire under this character, under this actress, you know, to kind of bring the old Hunter King in energy into this whole thing because Summer has pretty much not been what we used to see before. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because remember when she was little, she had Mr. Ears. She, Her mommy was her best friend. She was such a good girl. And then they had her go away after the whole Abby debacle, sleeping with her husband and screwing her cousin or screwing her niece over. And when she came back, she was a completely different person. Yeah, then mm -hmm. she, she was sleeping with a married man. She stole a stole car. A car. You know, I, I mean, mean, and then she slept with Billy and. Well, and why did she hate Phyllis? Like when she went away, there was no issue with her and her mom. And all of a sudden she comes back and she hates her mom and wants to get back at her mom. Yeah. I what never think of that. What do you think about that, Keish? Do you remember any of that? I can't remember. There was something that happened that happened between her and Phyllis. And I can't remember what it was. I forget why she got so pissed off at Phyllis. And did what she did um, when she slept with Billy. I have to yeah. look. I can't for the life of me remember what it was that happened. But yeah. I, I didn't like that summer. Mm -mm. No, I didn't mm -hmm. like that. I didn't like that. Yeah. yeah. And so, and I, and, I'm sorry. My, oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. I apologize. Oh, no, it's okay. I, I was just going to say my, my whole complaint about that was when they brought her, when they brought Summer back as like the bad girl Summer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um they it was like they totally wiped out the history mm -hmm. behind mariah constantly basically trying to bully her because she didn't like that summer was a rich girl um and also um abby sleeping with her husband and then all of a sudden summer was always the bad guy and everybody was always dumping on summer because you know they had her doing all these little schemey type things and it was like all of a sudden mariah and abby were the saints right exactly that's why i'm like how did this even happen i mean right where was the <clears throat> fracture because i don't ever remember either hearing about it or seeing a storyline about it or understanding ever why that happened yeah yeah that's crazy yeah. so I, I i actually enjoy this summer I know I know there's a lot of people that like the other summer, but I feel like this 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 version of summer is the original mm -hmm. way summer was. This was the original summer personality. I feel that way too. And I love summer. I love Hunter King as well. Um, but I agree with you, Keisha. This is much more the original personality of summer, where she was kinder and watching out for other people. And, you know, nobody's perfect, but she's certain that the summer would have never slept with her mother's love. That was just right. a sick, sick storyline. I just don't know why they did that. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy, 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 crazy. Okay. We got to move. We spent a half hour on this one. Oh my <laughs> gosh, y'all. I feel like I haven't talked to y'all in a month. I know. It's <laughs> I like when we had these conversations. Okay. 
So um, I'm trying to think, did, did we cover everything on that? Because, uh, yeah, we talked about that, the house. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. I think so. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about Devon and Victoria. Uh, and that on this whole thing with this McCall Unlimited. Who want to go first? I know I went first last time. I'll defer to Keisha. I I don't understand what Victoria thought she was going to get out of going to Devon and questioning him about if he planned on buying his father's company or not. She I thought think. he was stupid. Right. Like, what did you think he was? You, you thought he was just going to sit there and spill the beans to you? Y'all, when he said, what the hell do you want? I fell off. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh. This oh is hysterical. That, that was, was fun. Hilarious. <laughs> I mean, she's got some nerve. She yeah, really I mean, does. she's trying to really talk him out of it. Like, you really don't want to do this. And I mean, it's a bad idea. And I'm like, girl, well, then why, why do you, and like Devon said, well, why do you care? Yeah. If anything, if anything, she pushed Devon to buy the company. Exactly. Mm, she sure did. You know, I mean, this whole thing is, is crazy because Ashley bought it. Tucker is, okay, fine. He originally offered it to Newman, but he took it off the table once Ashley bought the debt. Yep. And then turn around, they act like they still can try to come after this. What are you going to do? put him under duress and say, hey, you better do it or or else. You I mean, no how they gonna talk? Yeah, I mean, what leverage do they have? Absolutely you know none. None. Exactly. Debt. And I mean, they're making plans. Victor is like, oh yeah, Adam, you're going to run the company. You're going to have autonomy. Victoria's like, no, you're not. It's <laughs> coming into to Newman. And then you got Nikki making deals with Michael trying to go behind Victor's oh, back. Oh, that made me so mad today. That made me mad too. <laughs> <laughs> Who pays your bills, Nikki? I'm glad Michael still, I'm so sick and tired of them making Michael a gopher. Now he signed up for it, but it's like he's an attorney, but they got him getting stuck in Peruvian prisons and doing all kind of stuff. I'm like, Michael. It's crazy. Come on now, dude. You're supposed to do the legal stuff, not the whole be a gopher. Right. Right. <laughs> and they just be talking to him all, all any kind of way. I, just, I don't know what it was, but the way Nikki was speaking to him was just, I just felt like it was super disrespectful. Kind of like she was talking down to him, oh, basically saying, oh. you better do this for me or I need you to do this for me. Not Not necessarily asking him, but almost like she was demanding it. Exactly. And I uh, he should say yeah. go ahead, I'm sorry. I don't know, Trishette condescending, and that's exactly what I the word I was looking for. And he said this is above my pay grade. I mean, I don't <laughs> he's she don't I mean he don't work for her, he worked for Victor. Exactly. I mean, and, can you imagine going against your husband whose name is on the building? Telling his personal and professional confidant and attorney that you expect him to do it for you? Yeah, but it's actually is going opposite to what Victor wants. I don't know what Vic, uh, uh, Nikki is going to, I mean, think that Victor is going to think about that. Mm -mm. 
on I top mean, of that, that they're not even going to get it to begin with because on the previews it even showed um spoiler alert if you hadn't seen it yet spoiler alert but it showed adam talking to tucker saying i'm going to be ceo of your company and tucker basically said over my dead body exactly and that's why i'm like look i don't devon hurry up and, and sign the papers and take the man company and, and that'll shut all this down right it really mm -hmm. would now um what is this saying are you watching the comments too keisha um yeah i have it i have it up yeah i saw you jump in the comments that's cool um what do you think? Because I see a question. Why does he have to be so friendly with Diane? That's was something that um, Phyllis had said, right? I agree. Who's being friendly <laughs> with Diane? Michael. <laughs> Michael. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I think he's been basically been on her side since she came back to town. Him, her, um, Michael and Billy both, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're both being really nice to Diane. I mean... I know that get on your nerves, Trish. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, <laughs> that whole dream with the wedding and having oh my Summer tell her that she was more of a mom to her than Phyllis. Her name is Mom Summer. Her name is not Phyllis. Oh, that just really, that made me mad. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I laughed. I mean, you know, I was like, you know, soap mad. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they're doing this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the crazy thing about all of that is it's like, are you a narcissist or what? Yeah. Because and I normally don't like using that word, but she had she had a whole dream about Summer looking at her as a mom, like you just said. Ashley is supposed to be one of her sisters now. <laughs> And I'm like, are you really feeling yourself in this moment? Well, yeah. And how do you think Tracy feels? You ask Ashley to be your maid of honor, but Tracy's standing right there the whole time supporting you. <laughs> I mean, poor Tracy. She's just like not even in the room. That was a, and you know what? I haven't been so hard on Diane like you, Trish, but oh, that, that particular dream right there, I'm like, she is really smelling herself right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, girl, you need to. You actually think that Ashley is going to be your sister? Yes, in your dreams, right. is absolutely right. Let me yeah, tell you, Ashley will be your nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely right, Bree. Total delusion. It was delusional. Yeah. I mean, and then she wake. Okay, so what about with Phyllis? trying to figure out and you know what Kyle is just so stupid that's the second time he didn't left his phone and got caught and and it's not like mm -hmm. it was covered up by anything it's not like it was the same color as the bar he left it on <laughs> I mean how do you that's like attached to your hand it's part of your body at this point <laughs> girl I said Kyle you did it again you left your phone in Jack's office which is how Jack found out about Victor and then you leave your phone at the bar and nosy Phyllis see the text message at a flower delivery. He, he's a little dingy sometimes. Dude, you need to take a break, go on vacation, get some rest or something because you can't be leaving your phone around like that. No. That's crazy. He left his whole, what is that, folder or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he left business documents. 
exactly. That's what I was going to say. Thank God he don't work for a hospital. That's a HIPAA violation. <laughs> so do you guys think that Phyllis is agreeing to work with um, what's his name? Jeremy. 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 Because she just wants to know what his plans are so yeah. she can warn Jack? Or do you think that she's really going to work with him to um, I don't know. I heard that she's supposed to disrupt the wedding. Oh, okay. Because so yeah. origi originally what my thought was um, when she was asking Billy mm -hmm. if she knew where Jack was. Mm -hmm. My thought was that maybe she was looking for Jack so she could warn him that Jeremy is basically on the warpath. I agree to, with you to on make them pay. Mm -hmm. but I, then you know, I wondered after, that myself. But then after, which it was so unnecessary the, the in the conversation with Billy when he was like, oh yeah, I, I was looking for Jack too. And Kyle told me they went on a romantic getaway. They've gotten really close. I mean, obviously, you know, they're like going into this whole conversation about Jack and Diane, knowing that Phyllis is hurt behind that. Like, mm -hmm. I just thought that was so unnecessary for him to. He could have simply just said, "Jack is out of town." He exactly. didn't need to add all those details. Well, you're exactly right, and and quite frankly, when I was watching that, I wondered, well, are are you going to bring up that you slept with her daughter too? You're going to throw that up in her <laughs> oh, face? Oh my goodness! I mean, that was hard what he did, and he's got yeah. no room for anything. Oh, he doesn't. No, mm -mm. not at all. You know, even in that, con what do you think about that conversation Billy had with Ashley over at Society? He don't have no room to talk either. I'm sorry. Wait a minute, say it again. Go ahead, Go ahead Oh, I just said he's also got a lot of nerve. Mm -hmm. How dare you? Yeah, talking about some, uh, do you, talking about if people can really change and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you're pretty much in the same boat as Adam. Um, and as Tucker, where you've made a ton of mistakes, but then you want people to forgive you and you want people to believe that you've changed, but you're going to sit here and try to get on your sister about Tucker. And or, give Diana a pass. Yeah, give Di yeah, and give Diana a pass. And also with Adam, um, when it comes to Chelsea, you know, he always has his little two cent to throw in about him. Yeah. And it's like you you are the last person that has the nerve to say anything about any man not changing his stripes. Yep. Yeah. I mean, now do you think cuz Ashley had said something very interesting. I want to know what you guys' thoughts would be. She called his idea of how he see Tucker and her and Jack and Diane, she called him chauvinistic. Because he said, yeah. well, I'm not worried about Jack dealing with Diane, but with you is different. Yep. And so do you think he was being chauvinistic? And misogynistic, both. Yep, I agree. So, I mean, my definition of misogyny is hatred of women. I don't think he hates women, but I just think that there's a double standard there. What do you think? I think it's kind of, it was kind of like a, a sexist view of... Well, Jack is a man. He can handle Diane. You, you're my sister. You're a woman. 
you can't handle a man like Tucker because you're a woman is yeah. how I took it. It goes right. right into the patriarchal rule BS. Gotcha. And I think all that needs to be burnt to the ground. That's just me. Mm -hmm. Me too, Trish. Me too. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I thought, um, I thought Ashley handled it amazingly well because she just told him what for. I, yes, she did. Ashley that's has always idea. been I'm able sorry. to handle herself. Yes, that's the Ashley I love is when she just puts it back in someone's face, holds that mirror up, and she just does it with, you know, that grin on her face like, you're not going to best <laughs> me. You're not going to put me in a corner. You're not going to do any of that with me. I'm not going to tolerate it. I exactly. just thought that was great. I did too. Even the way she handles Tucker. Mm -hmm. Like as smooth as Tucker is, Ashley is like 10 times smoother somehow. She really yeah. is. Um, she is um, the quintessential intelligent, beautiful, savvy, knows plenty about all types of subjects to be able to pop off about something. You know, she'll, she'll know something about the subject. That I love that character. I do too. I hate when they send her away because with Ashley, it's like you never really know how long she's going to be gone. Mm -hmm. It's like she'll go, she'll go out of the country. She once or she'll be gone <laughs> for two weeks and she'll be back. Right. But I love it when she's there. I do too, and I love it when she puts Jack in his place too. Yes, me too. And part yeah. of that could be because I have six older brothers, so. <laughs> <laughs> and although Billy's her little brother and they're not actually related related right Bree says Billy has no room to give any opinion on how a man should handle things he can't decide his career path COO to podcast to CEO Bree's correct I agree yeah I thought about that too I'm like I wonder what Lily is going to think because he was like oh I don't want to be in the business world I can't do this uh, you know so he stepped away from the COO and then you go right over to Jabot and say hey I'm going to take the CEO position alongside and I, I mean working with family I guess but you still got to deal with the business world yeah I mean it's typical Billy it, he, he jumps from relationship to relationship from job to job he just he still just has no idea what he wants to do with himself you know he kind of reminds me of um you know as a kid if you watched um either sesame street or electric company and they would do the songs and they had that little bouncy ball over the words of the songs billy is the bouncy <laughs> ball <laughs> he just bouncing along got a care not a care in the world <laughs> he doesn't care what word he's on as long as he's got a word yeah so, Billy, Billy I, I, my thing is him getting into it with Adam it's like yes that's dude. what I'm getting ready to ask about what about that interaction with Adam at Chelsea's uh, apartment yeah I mean that he act like he shouldn't. Oh, you know, is everything okay here? And it's like, what do you, what do you think he's doing to Chelsea? Right. If anything, Chelsea tried to kill him a year and a half ago. <laughs> right. I mean, seriously. I mean, tried to kill Ray, but tried to put Adam in prison. So, I mean, what are you talking about? Is she okay? Exactly. But dude, you need to chill out. You keep coming over there every day with flowers and donuts and all this all kind of stuff. And okay, fine. 
I know he feels indebted in some way because, you know, well, not indebted, but he feels a connection with her because of what happened, you know, at the rooftop. But to me, this looked like nothing but a bona fide trauma bond to me. Oh, exactly. I think the same thing. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel like that's what Sharon was trying to get across to him too. Yep. I mean, and even, I gotta say, usually I call Chloe cuckoo Chloe, but I gotta give it to Chloe today to say, look, every time y'all get together, it's on trauma. Yep. I'm like, okay, Chloe, she actually talking some sense today. She did today. She did today. Yeah. You know, I'm like, girl, y'all get your head on straight and then maybe revisit the relationship, but y'all bonding over something that was very traumatic. Yeah. And I mean, Billy still got his emotional issues that, you know, I know he had that whole thing a couple of years ago, but he's just been drifting in the wind from one thing to the next and trying to figure out his life and telling Lily, I don't know what I want to do. And you know what I'm saying? And then this happens. And then it's like, y'all, y'all need to get, get your head on straight first and then see if this is real. Right. And I just, and also, and I've said this a million, a million times before, stop with the hostility towards Adam. Like if mm -hmm. Chelsea is who you're choosing to pursue something with, then your first step needs to be figuring out how you can um, basically get along with Adam or be cordial to Adam. Right. And not, you know, have your little smart comments and all this hostility towards him every time you're around. I agree. Chelsea has to deal with Adam because they have a kid together. Right. You don't have to deal with Chelsea. You're choosing to. And if so you choose that, that, then you choose the whole family. You don't just get the adult. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, my, like you just said, if you're going to be in Chelsea's life, she got a son with Adam. You going? It's the same thing with Nicholas. He got a kid with Sally, which you got to be okay with Adam being around. Billy, Adam also have a kid with Chelsea. Uh, and uh, The kid is, what, 9, 10 years old? Yep. You got to be okay with Adam coming through there. They got a kid together. Right. Get over yourself. Take this hatred and pack it away because it's not going to help the situation if you're coming in there and Chelsea always got to come in between the two of them. Right. Put your big boy pants on. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> now, I do like the fact that they are giving her something to work on. So her creating all of this, um, this project um, to help people with mental um, mental awareness project that she's doing with Omega Sphere. I'm kind of, I'm feeling that actually. I wonder if that actually is something that actually exists. You make it to this level by doing these type of mechanisms and stuff like that. Probably. I that was pretty interesting actually. Yeah, it is. I'm not a gamer, but I would bet you money there's stuff out there just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't know. I was just agreeing. I do think that that was that's a pretty cool addition to um, his project or his video game. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And it lit Daniel back up too. Right. Yes. Absolutely. 
I got to say one other thing that we hadn't talked about yet, and this is this whole thing with Victoria and Nate. Uh, that girl is throwing it at him. Yes, she is. <laughs> She's a train wreck right now. I mean, uh, it literally, someone online said, is what she's doing considered harassment? SA, SA. And yes, it is. It is. That's it absolutely. Is. And somebody said, no, it's not. He's willing. I'm like, that's not what matters here. She's the one in power. Yeah. Yep. She's she the absolutely. one making advances at him. So, yes. Because regardless of if what we, what it looks like to us is that um, he's consenting he could also be thinking in the back of his mind, if I don't kiss her or make her feel like I want her as well, maybe she's going to fire me. So I'm just going to play along with this, which is what a lot of women do all the time. Yep. Do you think it's a double standard? In, in the soaps? Um, because this uh, this is something we also talked about with Chelsea when she, when, uh, she graped Billy. Yes, it is actually, mm -hmm. I think. Um no matter the, the gender of the person committing the heinous right. action, mm -hmm. it's a heinous action. Right. But it's just so interesting because I don't think it would go over well if it was the other way around mm -hmm. on screen. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Versus the way that they've just been letting it slide because it's either Victoria or Chelsea. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And you know what? Um, I even felt like that when Sally and Adam were working together mm -hmm. and Sally kept pushing up on Adam. Yeah, and Adam, Adam mm -hmm. was actually in the beginning telling her, no, like, no, I'm, this isn't going to happen. I'm not interested. Now it ended up working out for them. They ended up in a relationship, but initially the way it came about, I mean, it, that was also kind of in the realm of that as well. And Sally wasn't in the position of power. But they were in the workplace. That's true. Yeah, that was um, that was another not good thing. But but it is yeah. different because she wasn't the one in power. But it was it was irksome. Yeah, it was. Oh, Jenna says she think it was also sh when Nick and Sally were working together. Mm. What do you guys think? Because he was her point. boss. Yeah, because he was her boss at the time, right? Yep. Anyway, yeah, but going back to the whole Nate situation, I agree with the SH. With, um, I mean, the girl is super thirsty. I mean, get her an IV. <laughs> 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 I mean, she's like, I'm in control. Just get on my page and you need to follow me. And I'm like, girl. Yeah. She's turned into Victor's little mini me. Exactly. I mean, it was enough for her to act to treat Devon like he was just some dumb, stupid businessman who didn't have a clue. And then you go up in there and throw your weight around with Nate. Now, I will say the other thing that was pretty interesting with Nate using Amanda to stick it to to Devon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nate or Lily? Uh, Lily. 
using Amanda to stick it to Devon. Oh, yeah, yeah. For court. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, she played dirty last week. She Talk did. about a mind yeah. screw. I, I, I don't recall ever seeing Lily be this um, ruthless, I guess. Uh-huh. Like, this is the first time I've ever seen her, I've ever seen her character act like this. Same. Unless, I guess, unless you count the times that she was going head to head with, um, uh, Hillary. Hillary, yeah. But that but even then, on a personal level, this is, yeah. this is like a billion dollar business. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you. She's becoming really ruthless. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Lily. So are you guys liking this side of Lily? I mean, it's it's kind of a, a fresh new look at her, I guess. I I don't like that her and Devon are um, at odds right now. I and I still, like, I, I get the whole thing of Devon signed a contract. He needs to honor his contract. But it still irks me how hard she's fighting for a company that she does not own. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's what we were saying last week when I had the a couple of the guests up. Is that Jill could kick her to the curb tomorrow, exactly. and and Jill would have Chancellor winners and all that to herself. Yeah, she sure you know, would. She don't own anything. She's just an employee. Exactly. And Devon think- tried to even explain that to her, but she wouldn't have it. Her loyalty yeah. is with Chancellor. And what gets me is Devon's the one who's related to a chancellor. Not yeah. really. Devon was the one who started the company with Neil for Hamilton Winters. Um, yeah. Lily ran a small part of that with that modeling thing that she was trying to do that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Lily went her own way. Hillary came into the picture. They had all those arguments. She caused Hillary's death and Devon's baby's unborn baby's death went to prison for it, and now she's out, and she's usurped his company by talking him into doing something he didn't want to do and shouldn't have done, but he did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And now here we are. And right now we are being reminded whose daughter Lily is. That's Drusilla's daughter. That's true. And thanks, uh, Bree. Yes, hit the like button on the YouTube side if you haven't already. Um, so we can get the content to be recommended by YouTube. The algorithm triggers with all of the likes. So I appreciate it. Thanks, Bree. Um, yeah, this side of Lily is a little different. The only thing is that conversation that she had with Daniel. Mm-hmm. She, Her kids are not around. Billy's gone. She's at odds with her cousin and her brother. She's pretty much when, and I'm wondering when she cut the business switch off, what does she have at home? Nothing. Yeah. That's the other dark side of this. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I kind of wish that they would give her a love interest that works well, but right now, I don't even see anybody right now. Do you guys see anybody for Lily? No. No. I mean, so I, mean, I guess they could put her with somebody like Nicholas, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've told you, I'd always wanted to see them try her and Nicholas together, but 
Really? Oh yeah. Even years ago, hmm. um, I had mentioned this before on the show that for like two seconds, it was like maybe an episode or two, they tried putting Lily and Nick together, and then it just nothing ever happened. They there was they didn't even revisit it. It was like they were kind of flirty with each other, and they kind of hung out just a little bit, but it didn't last. Nothing lasted very long, and it was just like it never even happened. Um, but I, I have always, and I know you guys don't feel the same, but I have always been a Lily and Daniel fan. Oh, really? no, I, I like them. Loved. I don't know. It's just the, I, ju- the jury is not out yet on Daniel. I don't, I mean, I, we got a little bit more background on them mm-hmm. lately. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, mm-hmm. was that us that we were talking about maybe last month is that we really didn't have a backstory on him? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I mean, we got a little bit uh, with Heather coming to town, and the daughter, you know, is the daughter coming back? What else is going on with Daniel? Because they brought him on looking kind of crazy, so, a little <laughs> disheveled, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, she got enough chaos right now. I just want to know if Daniel, like you say, that like you say, they had they were a good couple you know, when they were together before, can they bring him up to speed to put him with Lily where it would look good together? Does that make sense, uh, Keisha? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I think they can. It's really just a matter of what the writers put together. And I yeah. I, I have never, um, I have honestly never liked Lily with anybody but Daniel. So, like, all those years mm-hmm. that she was with um, Kane, Kane. Kane oh. I, I couldn't stand them together. I always wanted them to break up. And it drove me nuts that mm-hmm. he would do something. Um, th- there would be another lie that would pop up that he would get mm-hmm. caught in and they would break up. And then a month later, they were back together. And it's just like, oh, I can't stand Kane. Like, I can't even. Um, yeah. So I, I was I was bummed when they broke up Lily and Daniel. And I was excited when I heard that Daniel was coming back because I was hoping that they would go about, go back down that path. So um, let me two. ask you guys something that was very interesting that Daniel asked Lily. She wanted to know, because remember, uh, Nate had a conversation with Daniel because he wants to fix the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And so when Daniel asked Lily, you know, are you going to pretty much never forgive him? And she was looking like, that is that a question? Do you think... <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that because that same thing happened on the bold and the beautiful side I actually did a video clip about <laughs> it. so what do you think about what she had to say she really truly can't stand Nate right now and I was a little shocked yeah I think eventually I feel like eventually things will heal between them I don't think it'll be like this forever I have a feeling that maybe Nate is going to do something to where he betrays Victoria in favor of his family. Yeah, he'll Mm -hmm. wind up being a hero at some point. Yeah, because I think he's starting to see the side of Victoria that nobody likes when it comes to business. Yeah. Um, Yeah, as much as he said that he admires her and her tenacity and the type of businesswoman businesswoman she is, but mm-hmm. when she starts talking all that, 
you need to do, you need to get Devon to do this and you need to do X, Y, and Z, which is stuff that he doesn't really agree with. I feel yeah. like maybe he's going to do something to where he, it benefits his family in some way. Hey, Keisha, you, that was last week too, that you talking about when she was like, um, she was trying to kiss up on him and sniff all on him. And then the next moment she was <laughs> like, I need you to go over there and undermine, you know, and he like, well, wait a minute. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to do that. She was like, uh, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. Yeah. He yeah. didn't sign up for that. Right. You know, he exactly. was like, they're already bad blood over there. You want me to make it worse just for you? No. Nope. Right. You know, I, I, so, mm -hmm. I feel like maybe that was the turning point for him where he's just going to play it like he's doing Victoria, excuse me, he's doing Victoria's bidding. Mm -hmm. but really working to do something to help to benefit his family. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I kind of, I'm hoping that eventually he regret that, but I will, I do want to say that next week he finna tell a bold faced lie to Atlanta. Ooh. About Victoria? Yeah, because she mm -hmm. asked, you know, what's going on with uh, you and Victoria, and according to the spoilers, he gonna lie and say nothing. Yep. Well, you know, I'm like, dude, you do realize who you're dealing with. Victoria can throw you under the bus in so many ways. Yeah. yeah she sure can. And that was another mistake that he made because she will absolutely use that to ruin his relationship with Elena if mm -hmm. um, he doesn't do what she wants him to do. Yep. Yep. She would dangle that over his head. And I was, and I know this was last week as well. But I was so annoyed that Elena was allowing um, Audra. Audra. Uh, you, she knew what that chick was doing. Yep. She was baiting her. She uh, was trying to make Elena feel insecure. And Elena just sat there and listened to her talk instead of no. telling her to have a good day and walk away. Elena read her like a bad romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that next line's going to be. You don't even have to turn the page. Girl, <laughs> that was that was crazy. I'm looking at um Elena like, girl, you do realize that this girl is gaslighting you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, she trying to she is she's saying things without actually saying it, and obviously it tapped into Elena's you know psyche to be like, wait a minute, something going on. This girl is trying to get me to see something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she was really being manipulative and she knew that she would be implanting something into Elena's mind that would absolutely surface the minute she saw Nate. Yeah. Yep. Andrew's a master manipulator. Jenna said, but Elena Elena wanted the info. That's why she did it. Did she ask for it? Only after Audra said something to to bait her. And then once she was baited, she did say something to the effect of, you know, what do you mean by that or something? I can't remember exactly what it was. And mm -hmm. she should have walked away instead of saying yes, it because that's what Audra wanted her to do. Yep. Yep. You played right into Audra's hands. Exactly. She did. Exactly. And she should have walked away. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what, man, the few times in life that I've had someone try to pull bizarre stunts, mind screws on me. I'm so very interested from a psychological point of view 
to watch it go down and hear how they're actually going to try to position something that I can't walk away. Like I'm just, I just listened to it the few times it's happened and I'm just watching it go down going, man, you are really doing something here. Aren't you? I should walk away, but I'm too curious. Oh my. <laughs> oh, okay. One other question and then we're going to move on the bold unless I miss, we missed something. Do you think it's too soon for Jack to be proposing? Oh, yes. Um, in the soap world, this is probably a, around the time of a, a proposal. I feel like they've been <laughs> drooling over each other for a few months now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for them to fall y'all. I really can't. I'm so excited to watch that downfall. Well, from what <laughs> I understand, whatever this plan is that Phyllis has, it's going to blow up in her face. Of course. Well, yeah, and I read a, I read somewhere that somebody was somebody put a story out there saying that she fakes her own death. Yeah, I saw that in the comments section. <clears throat> that somebody said that. that um, who was that that said that? Let me scroll back so I can get them the okay. credit. Yeah. Um, I saw it about the funeral. Where'd it go? There's so many comments. But somebody posted in the comment section um, about the fact that she was going to fake her own death to come back to pretty much gaslight Diane. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, which is, I mean, it's like, girl... Why would you do something that you hated Diane to do to you guys? That's the biggest complaint. That, oh, you you faked your death and let us get caught up in the crime and all of that. And you're going to turn around and fake your death too. Really? Is that like an I told you so? Is that, what is that? Like, what is that mental, what is that? That would do, would cause someone to think that they should um, exemplify and um repeat the behavior that is so vile girl I, it's just don't make no sense we talking about phyllis i mean yeah, well yeah I, I i mean like i say i gotta give it to phyllis and also i'm gonna give it to um susan andrews this week because is her name susan walter walter walters yeah susan walters that white dress the girl got i could I was like, that dress looks so nice on her. He's rocking. I mean, she looks amazing. The woman that played Diane, Susan. Oh, okay. When she was doing the whole daydream scene, the girl. I'm like, the girl got a little body on her. She's she's tight. She does. Yeah, she is. And I, I had to look her up. I'm like, how she's 59, guys. Oh my god, she's four years older, three and a half years older than me. Oh, y'all, I have got to get on. I'm looking at this. (laughs) It's just sitting there. (laughs) I mean, and I think we talked about this before, Michelle Stafford, Eileen Davison, Sharon, Case, all of those ladies are in their 50s. And they're so beautiful. And they got bodies of a 30-year-old. Yeah, they do. They do. (laughs) They do. Yeah, when she had, and even the black dress I think she had on a few weeks ago for Christmas or whatever, mm-hmm. when she was dressed up, 
I'm like, go ahead on, girls. Go ahead on, Susan. She looking good. I had to give it yeah. to her. So I had to mention that this week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Beautiful. Yes. yes so was that, was that also this week when Phyllis was asking um, Summer where Jack, and Di- or Jack was or yes. where Jack and Diane went? Or was that mm-hmm. last week? That it was week. this week. Yeah. That was another annoying moment. Like, and she thinks people are stupid. That's that's part of Phyllis's problem is she does stuff like that. And she <laughs> thinks people don't know what she's doing. So she's oh, asking. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you finish and I'll bring it up. Go ahead. She's asking Summer all these questions, trying to do it in like an innocent way or what she perceives to be innocent. And it's like, why would Summer tell you where Jack and Diane were? knowing that you have been for months plotting yeah. against Diane. Why yeah. are you even putting your daughter in the middle of it? If you still have this whole revenge plot, these feelings of hatred towards Diane, that you want to do something to um, ruin her and Jack's little vacation or, you know, whatever it is that she's planning to do, <laughs> why put your daughter in the middle of that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do that, do that on your own and leave her out of it. Mm-hmm. That's what drives me nuts about her is that she wants to get other people involved in her crap and yep. then gets mad at them because they won't help her um, plan out or help her with whatever schemes that she's got going on. Exactly. That's not it. fair. It's not fair. They absolutely call <laughs> her out on it and she can't stand it. And then when she is being sincere, it's like, do I believe you? But I still love her. <laughs> <laughs> and Phyllis has always been one of my favorites, but these pa- ever since Diane has come back, I just don't like the way that she has allowed Diane. It brought out to... the worst in her. She's yes. spiking. Yeah. And she's and she's letting her do it. She is yeah. letting Diane make her spiral into into these little manic episodes where she's screaming at people in public. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. screaming out she her to die and she hopes her die she hopes she dies and all that kind of stuff and it's like you are the one that you're letting this woman control your life right now you're allowing that diane isn't doing that yeah diane's living rent free in phyllis's head right yep absolutely and and really i mean other than of course the stuff she did in the past was messed up the um you know burning that the pool house down thinking that she was in it or whatever it was that diane did to her and then the whole thing about her being a suspect in Diane's murder, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I get that. I get the initial hatred she had for her when Diane first came back. But after so much time has passed, you got to move on. Stay if with there, yeah. If there isn't any legal repercussions <laughs> that you're trying to levy against her, then you got to move on with your life. Because the only thing Diane has done so far to her in between her and Jack, and Jack is the other half of that that party. So it yeah. wasn't all Diane. Exactly, I totally agree with you. And I mean, this goes way back to last summer when Amanda was telling her, "Girl, go get some help." Yes, you know yeah. this. You letting Diane consume you, and exactly. you just even who is that? Jer- not, not, Jeremy told her that a little while ago, and Tucker told her that too. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, just let it go. And also, stop else for your life falling apart right now. Yeah. You got to take some yeah. accountability for the stuff that you've done. 
You made decisions. Exactly. And she's still going in the wrong direction. Even after uh-huh. all of this, yeah. after all of the issues she's had with her, with, with Summer, specifically with the Diane situation, she's got the drama going on with Daniel because she st- was sticking her nose in his business. Like you were, and, and the argument that she got into with um, Michael and Lauren. Yeah, you're like alienating the only friends you have left. Right. Like, girl, get a grip. Yeah. And the only person she got left who picked her up out the middle of the street, according to Jeremy, is Jeremy. Right. I'm wondering, did that actually happen? Same. I was wondering that, too. Because we saw her leave. uh, Michael followed behind her. If she was in the street, I would have thought Michael would have saw her. Yeah. But according to Jeremy, she just passed out in the middle of oncoming traffic. I think Jeremy <laughs> Jeremy probably went up behind her and did the little, what is that, chloroform? Chlor, what is oh, that? Yeah. oh, yeah. Chemical. Chloroform. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Jeremy he kidnapped her. Traffic. <laughs> Here, let me push you so I can save you. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just so unfortunate that that's what they have reduced this character to. And I know they brought Michelle Stafford back for Phyllis, what, about a year and a half or maybe almost two years ago. And I'm wondering if this is what she expected. Now, I will say she's the restless in The Young and the Restless. Mm -hmm. But, um, I mean, this whole spiraling, I mean, nobody told her to sell the Grand Phoenix. She owned the hotel that she begged, borrowed, and still to get the money for. Mm Mm-hmm. And then in order to sniff around Diane over at Jabot, you sell your whole business. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then you alienate your kids because they sick and tired of you always complaining, not taking accountability, being in their business. And then now, you know, you couldn't leave well enough alone. And like you said, who was that Keisha, I think, said earlier about it was why Billy even had to go there with telling them they're on a romantic getaway. Yeah. And right. that only, that was the tipping point for her. Because I think she was going to leave. She walked out, she left Jeremy in that room by himself like, no, nah, I'm out. I ain't doing that. And ran into Billy. Billy said what he said, and she went right back upstairs. Yep. So yeah, I mean, you know, Billy, that was he's that was cruel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like, dang, were you trying to stick it to her? I felt like he was. I do too. I do too. All right. So Amaya Baker says that she's about ninety percent fakes her death. They are filming the funeral now from the accidental pictures that she saw. Ooh. Uh oh. And then she said that somebody I think she said fact is a fact, like in Phyllis and Jack is officially over because when Jack finds out that's uh, and when everybody because I mean you're gonna hurt your daughter and your son. Yeah. yeah. I mean what is she not thinking this thing through at all? No. I mean, her kids are going to be done with her because she's going to actually put them through mourning and then come to say, I did all this because I wanted to stick it to Diane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. How do, you, how do you get redeemed from that? Yeah, exactly. You're going to have to leave town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, make it stop. This is insane. 
This is yeah. insane. I mean, Nick is going to be pissed off because of the fact that she uh, she hurt Summer. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's, yeah, that's going to be crazy. Good luck with that, writers. Exactly. Yeah. Phyllis doesn't even know Sally's pregnant yet. Oh, that's the other thing. Okay. I don't even, they were talking about that earlier in the chat. I don't even think Phyllis knows that they're dating. <laughs> She's been out of touch. Because I yeah. feel like they I feel like we would have had a scene by now with her like questioning Nick about it or something or her and Sally getting into it. Well, you know what? That's where the writers dropped the ball. They've been having her so focused on Diane, they could have even threw a distraction with Sally. Yeah, and then yeah. everywhere she went and everywhere she turned around, there would be a problem because she right. <laughs> all that would have been great. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, did we get to, what did we talk about everything? I'm pretty sure. Did we miss anything, you guys in the chat? <clears throat> Excuse me, yeah, because um, we're about an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, before. Adam, it's Adam going to see Victor about accepting the offer that's not a real offer, Girl, yeah. <laughs> How are you gonna hey. offer something that you don't have? Let me be CEO of Air. Yeah, that whole thing confuses me, too. Well, here's my problem with that. And you know, Keisha, we was on this whole rant for the past year and a half on Adam as well. Get this man something to do and let it be his. Mm -hmm. And this would have been an opportunity. I don't think I like the fact that he's now agreeing with Victor because it never lasts. Right. No. But I want him to be doing something. And if you know, Devon gets McCall, which I'm actually hoping for. Same. Um, then what What type of job Adam has? Now, obviously, he got money if he's trying to buy Sally a house. Right. But still, give him something to do instead of floating around town. Yeah, yeah. he needs something of his own. Oh, and yeah. the other thing that, the one other thing that I don't think we talked about was, we did talk about how Ashley handled um, Billy, and we talked about her handling um, Tucker as well, but we didn't talk about her taking his face in her hands and kissing him. Oh, uh, yeah, she did give him a little she smooch. She did give him a smooch. I yeah. think she did that, because he asked her a question right before their kiss. And she what did. does this mean for the two of us? Does this mean that we'll end up together? And she didn't say anything. And I think he he was like, oh, I'm doing this for what? And then she kissed him. So I'm wondering if she did that to get him on board. Because after the kiss, he turned around and he said, okay, I'll do anything you want. <laughs> Men. No. <laughs> you know, so I don't know. Do you think that kiss was genuine? I think Ashley does have feelings for him. I think she does, too. I do, too. I actually like the chemistry that they have. I do too. Do I? I hope it works out. Me you too. know, I, she's trying to make him a better man or whatever by, <laughs> hey, because even he even told Devon that he would take a little lesser job just to work at the company. What I would love if they get together would be for him and Ashley to, to live together in the Abbott house. Uh, with Diane, and I mean, I would absolutely <laughs> love to see the roommates. Like that would be so much fun to watch. See, that's why I have an issue with the two, <laughs> the, the two of them, the two couples, because Jack don't want Ashley to be with Tucker, and Ashley don't want Jack to be with Diane. It's like 
why don't y'all just mind your own business? Because you're going to do you <laughs> right. Do what you want anyway. And do what you want to do because y'all both being a hypocrite. How can you tell one not to be with the other and they're both villains? Tucker's a villain and so is Diane. Yep. Yeah. So leave it be. She's changed. But he's changed. No, she's changed. No, he's changed. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. He's changed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Let us move along. What did you say? Nothing. I cleared my throat. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you said something. All right. So we're going to switch over to the bold and the beautiful for the week of March 6th through the 10th. So as Hope issues Thomas a challenge, Sheila and Deacon fear Bill might kill them. Sheila comes home to a suspicious Bill and Thomas asks Brooke to forgive him. Liam puts the screws to Bill and Brooke gives her final word on Thomas. Hope decision leaves her in tears and Carter fears he's getting friend zoned. I said that uh-huh. and it wasn't hard to fit to see that coming. And then Hope makes a shocking decision and gets an unexpected boost as a result. I got to say something and I want to hit this right here. Mm-hmm. And I know Keisha, you probably got a lot to say about this. What do you think about the whole makeover that they did with Paris? I um I, I like her I like her hair oh okay I was wondering <laughs> yeah I mean but they did even the way she dressed they yes I have noticed lately that her dress the way they have her dressing now mm-hmm. um, is way more subtle than it was when she first came on the show so I don't know if maybe they're trying to my thought was maybe they were trying to mature her mm-hmm. because before the way they had her dressing she felt more like a teenager than an adult Mm-hmm. So maybe they're trying to change her image up a little bit. So she's not the little sister anymore. Yes. She's always felt like a kid on this show to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Do you think, let me ask you, and either one of you girls can an- answer this. Do you think that because she's working in the C-suite, do you think they're trying to make her look more corporate? Um, I didn't view it that way because she's been she's been in that suite. But I'm saying with the writers, are they trying to change her um, way of dress with coming to work? Because, I mean, she's either had the jazzy. She was more of, you would probably see her more of a model because she was so trendy with her dress. Mm -hmm. Today, they had a long sweater dress on her, which I was was like, oh, okay. If my stomach was flat, I would wear that dress. (laughs) (laughs) You are silly. I didn't necessarily think that they were. That wasn't what I took from it. Okay, I felt like they were just because I saw some of the comments and it was pretty interesting on what folks were saying. So I wanted to just get your thoughts. Yeah, I I just felt like they were trying to make her look older. Yeah, that's what they're saying in the comments, too. I think she looks older. And somebody, uh, Bree, said that she got a much better weave. I I will agree with that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I just just felt like they were trying to mature her a little bit and not make her look like a high schooler. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. That does make sense. I've always thought she was stunning, whether her hair was really short or whether she had the Mm -hmm. braids. 
or whether she has this current weave. I mean, uh, she's absolutely stunning. Yeah, yeah I, I like the braids on her. I thought the braids were really pretty. Mm -hmm. Now, I know because, you know, I tend to watch the groups and stuff like that. And, you know, Facebook can be really vicious. Some yeah, people are so cruel. And I just want to tell some of those people, why don't you pick up your own mirror? And take a look at it, because what the picture shows us, you don't have any room to say anything about anybody else's physical appearance. Yeah, because, I mean, people were complaining about her edges and the curly hair, and they were complaining about the colors, the pinks, the blues and stuff that she was wearing. It was always something. So mm -hmm. I'm wondering, you know, because people were also were showing pictures of diamond white um, with her hair like it is now. I guess pictures that maybe she took in the past and people's like, oh my mm -hmm. God, she should wear it like this. It's so pretty. It looks so much better and blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting up here like, wow. Yeah, I believe she, the way she's wearing it now, I think was how she was wearing it when she was on the other TV show mm. that she did before um, Bold and the Beautiful. I'm wondering what did she, I mean, obviously it's a paycheck, right? I'm wondering mm -hmm. when they told her, because you know, this is obviously something that she was wearing outside of the show. I wonder how does she felt when she had to change it. I know I'm probably going off on a tangent, but it just seems a little bit out of her character because she's so much of a Gen Zer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so for her to have her own style with the colors and stuff, which obviously they let her wear, now that she has to change it, I'm wondering if she's like, okay, whatever you tell me, I just do and I'll pay. Or does she have an issue with it? I wonder. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I always kind of assumed that maybe they allowed her to have some say. Mm -hmm. Because her because her style when she first came onto the show mm -hmm. was so much different than everybody else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, like even the younger people in the past, like nobody, I don't think I've ever seen anybody on this show with such a unique um uh, sense of style mm -hmm. as she has had. So and then when you look at some of her pictures on IG it kind of looks like that's how she is in her regular life too. Just right. from her IG pictures. Mm -hmm. So it just made me think that they allowed her to have some say in how, I guess, how she dressed on the show and how mm -hmm. she wore her hair. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I would assume that maybe she had the say in the way she's looking now too. Gotcha. Some Some kind of say. I would hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But I mean, she looked absolutely gorgeous. I, you know, I know. Yeah. I was just wondering because I, you know, like I said, I see the conversation, so I wanted to hear what you guys thought. Mm -hmm. All right, okay, okay, okay. So, um, Thomas and his therapist. The therapist was pretty attractive. <laughs> the <laughs> he's a good doctor but dang yeah but like, uh, get, listen i love get, it listen you get private section sessions so you know, oh, no. <laughs> is that a couch or a chase lounge oh trish oh my god trish you a fool <laughs> but um 
I'm glad to see. I think they're trying to clean up the Thomas character. What do you think? I hope so. Uh, I just you just never know because I feel like they tried to clean up his character before, and then they took him back down that dark path again. They let and us. And it's down. like, are is is it for good this time, guys, or are you guys just going to take him right back down that path again in two months? Oh, cut it out, Bree. Bree said the therapist is sort of cute, but not her Carter though. <laughs> I mean, nobody yeah. is Carter. No one will <laughs> ever be Carter. Yeah, we, you know, of course, Carter Ooh. is fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfection. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so the only reason I think they're cleaning them up, because I honestly think they're going to put him and Hope together. I do too. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Because when Liam finds out that he she went against and the sign up and the fact that now you got um Douglas like I want to come home as long as the two of you work together how's Liam going to deal with that that man going to lose his mind I don't know him and Phyllis are probably going to have lunch <laughs> <laughs> well my thought was so when she goes home and Douglas is with her and she and he finds out what she did what if he blows up in front of Douglas and like Douglas hears all the horror I know. I hope it's not that, but I hope not. But for some reason, I just think that this is going to blow up that marriage. Got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling. What would you say, Trish? I mean, Keish. I in all the years that Hope and Liam have been together, I don't think Hope has ever done anything to make Liam want to leave their marriage, and I don't think. I think maybe he, of course, he's going to be upset about this, mm-hmm. but I highly doubt that this breaks them up. Only thing is, number one, they've been long, they've been together a long time, but yesterday's mm-hmm. episode with Liam, a lot of people were not happy with him. Mm-hmm. I think the word misogyny was thrown around. <laughs> 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 I guess my thing is, is there, he, they're making it seem like Steffi is just just got up one day and decided hope I think we're going to cut your line yeah and it's not that like if her line isn't performing and it's costing more to keep it around than to cut it like that's business yep It, it wasn't just Steffi you know wanting to bring her brother back to work like her line is failing so it's like what ideas do you have to turn that around you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, I mean, it, none of this makes sense to me. I mean, it started off the week with uh, Steffi saying, I'm making an executive decision. Then she put it off on, <clears throat> she put it off on Hope. Hope put it off on Brooke. Brooke put it off on Hope, who also put it off on Liam. And Liam said no. And then it went <laughs> back to Hope. You know, and it's like, Steffi, you're the CEO. You're the one that says, I got to make a decision because this freaking line is bleeding money out of the company. Right. Why are we going yeah. through what Liam thinks? Uh-huh. Exactly. Well, because- uh, yeah, it's so funny, you guys. It's like four people own that company and none of them is Liam, Hope, or Brooke. Yeah. So I can understand Steffi giving Hope um, a say in whether or not she is comfortable working with Thomas. Like I get her, I get her asking Hope that question and saying, 
if you are not comfortable with it, then we won't hire them back. And but unfortunately, we'll have to cut your line because you know there's nothing else has been able to help it. Like we think that this is the only answer because it was doing great when he was the designer. Mm-hmm. But if you're not comfortable with it, then I'm not going to force you to work with him. Like I think that is a reasonable thing for her to do. She didn't tell Hope now. If Liam doesn't want to do it, then we're not going to do it. Yeah, she did. That was Hope doing that. Steffi did mention that she wondered how Liam, what Liam and Brooke would think. And that was when the whole apology tour conversation started that he would have to, you know, that Thomas would have to apologize to Brooke and all of that. Right. Down. Um, But ultimately, it was, it was, it it was Hope. She was leaving it up to Hope to make her decision. Hope was the one that decided to base her decision off of what her mom and her husband wanted. Yeah. I don't understand. My thing is, why is is Thomas begging anything? I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I'm going through therapy. We spent the last five days hearing him beg and, well, longer than that, because it started last week. Mm-hmm. Hearing him beg and plead, and I get it, you know, some stuff, but the, come on now. I mean, a lot of stuff been done by a lot of people on this yep. show. And to, to have him go through this, please, 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 she's the one that's about to lose the line. If she, if Steffi have already forgiven him, you got your family back. You got mm-hmm. your family back. Plus, she said, okay, I'm not going to banish you from the company. So even if Hope skedaddled and went to the unemployment line. Uh, Thomas, Thomas still has a job. Exactly. So she's the one that gotta should be like, look, I gotta figure this out. And everybody act like she got all the leverage in the world. But everybody. that's all Steffi's fault because of the fact that Steffi has to make a decision. If that was Victoria, she wouldn't give a rat's tail about none of this. No. Love it. She'd be like, look, the, that company has got to go. Either you do what I say, choose this designer, or you're done. That's it. We ain't got to keep. You got to apologize to him and go talk to this person. And, this guy, and then go talk to somebody that don't even work here. Right. But isn't, isn't that what Steffi did? <clears throat> to do what? She she told, didn't she tell Hope it's either Thomas or we got to cut your line? She well, did say that. She did say that, and she also said, "Talk to Liam." Yeah, she said, and then, well, you got to see what Brooke thinks, and then it just went through this whole thing. What I'm saying is, like, if this was Victoria, this conversation would have ended on Monday the sixth, right? <laughs> Instead of the tenth. Yeah, well, we always talk about how we always talk about how arrogant and obnoxious Victoria is as a businesswoman, too. Right, but normally that's how business works. There's no way my regional director says, "Hey, I'm gonna need you to do this, that, and the third, and then I gotta ask my significant other at home who doesn't work there, is it okay? Just because he might not <laughs> like who I'm working with." Right. Now I'm not saying that Steffi should no, have allowed you. Not her yeah. to consider. Right. I, I I can't say she shouldn't have allowed her. I felt like Steffi just left it as, think about what you want to do. And then get back to me and let me know. And based on what you tell me is mm-hmm. where we'll go from there. So if you don't want to work with my brother, then your line is going to get cut. Yes. But yeah. if you want to work with him, then we'll keep going with your line. And hopefully whatever Thomas creates will 
bring things back up and we won't have to cut you. So let me ask you this, Keisha. Should they have been going back and forth all week over this, though? Um, if Steffi had to put that, like you just said, on the table on Monday. I feel like it's only been a couple of days. They've <laughs> only had two outfit changes. <laughs> I do oh, the same thing, Keisha. I do. The, I count the outfit. That's hilarious. <laughs> one time, there was one month where I kid you not, girl. I was. They were in the so same outfit. Were they in the same outfit for like three weeks? Three weeks. Well, that makes it even worse because they've been going back and forth and it's been stressed out for hours and hours and hours. Like, <laughs> well, that's why as a as a manager or director or whatever you give people like I give my people deadlines at work suspense dates Mm -hmm. I need this by this date I'm gonna give you this this much time to think about it and then you need to let me know what your decision is yeah exactly and I feel I I agree with that I feel Mm -hmm. like maybe that's what I mean Steffi isn't gonna let it linger on forever no so I I feel like it's it's only been a couple days I think that's ample enough time for to let someone make a decision about um, their career. Well, well and then, maybe, maybe it was just me saying, oh, another episode with all this begging. <laughs> <I was just laughs> now, Thomas begging is another story, but he's always done that when it, when it came to hope. That's one of the things that has always annoyed me about him is that yep. he begs and begs and begs for everything when it comes to her. And he just follows her around like a stupid little puppy dog. And when and did like, that start? Do you remember when did that obsession start? Because I don't remember when it started. I don't. I don't even uh, remember. It started yeah. back three Thomases ago. Two Thomases. Right, right. <laughs> I do that too. I count the Thomases. <laughs> when he was chasing her at or her butt down the beach in Mexico, trying to keep her and Liam apart. That's that's the first thing I remember in oh, my mind. Yeah, when it came to and but then it it went away for a while because Caroline. Yeah, with yeah. the new Thomas, I think was when the Caroline relationship started. Yeah, and then when they brought this Thomas back, it was like right back on the hope train. Mm-mm. Girl, I, all I know is that I'm sick of the begging. I'm I'm just over it this week, and this I think that man had to apologize about six hundred times this this week. I'm over it too. I am I'm just too. over it. Just, just make he, a decision already. Make I'm like just over being on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we gotta listen. So Tom, I mean Liam, because <laughs> Liam was not a not a nice. He wasn't a nice guy to some people yesterday. People were not feeling Liam at all. No, and especially bringing the girl to tears. Right. Um, the only other thing it was interesting. Liam was like, "How could he? How could Steffi forgive her brother so soon?" And it was like, wow. and I think Hope felt the same way last week because when she came in and said that you know I forgave my brother, she was saying, "Oh, I was blindsided. I didn't expect this." I'm like, did you guys expect the girl to stay mad at the boy forever? Yeah, they did. Stop they it. expected her to be just as pissed off. And they're like, okay, she's on our side now. And I mean, was, Liam can't talk considering the crap that his dad has done. Thank He's you. He's forgiven his dad. Exactly. And Thomas is the one who got Liam and his dad out of prison. 
Hello, I've been saying that all week. Buttercup. <laughs> you owe the man your life, literally. Thank you. I mean, your butt would have been in an orange jumpsuit alongside your father if he hadn't told the truth about Cousin Vinny. Right. So, yeah, and your dad would not have been your roommate. Your roommate's name would have been Chumley, and you'd have been in a bad spot. Did you say Chumley? I did. I don't know where <laughs> that came from. <laughs> oh, my God. Trish, you are a F-O-O-L. I know. <laughs> Chumley at all the names that you could have came up with. Well, I mean, but that's what makes it so icky. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me there is no one in the chat with the name handle of Chumley. I hope, yeah, that's true. And I then you'll get that one I person out of one million to say, hey, my name is Chumley. What are you talking about? Oh, I apologize. <laughs> my name is rough. Do what you will. <laughs> But yeah, that whole conversation between Liam and Wyatt is like, oh yeah, that creep and this, that. I'm like, your dad is a freaking creep. He's with exactly. a sociopath right now. Right? Oh, their love scenes were so hard. Oh, oh. oh wait a minute. We ain't got there yet. Because mm -hmm. Deacon and Sheila, we, mm -mm. Well, we, ain't get to, <laughs> we ain't got there yet. But um. Yeah, I'm like looking at these two knuckleheads, meaning Liam and Wyatt. I'm like, would y'all just sit down and shut up? <laughs> right. I mean, seriously, <laughs> y'all just throw hurling accusations. First, you pissed at Steffi, <laughs> then you mad at 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 um at Thomas talking about how horrible a person he is. You cannot let her work with him and all. I'm like, okay, but you work with your dad every day, right? Make that make sense, you guys. I mean, he's worse than Thomas. Oh, for sure. He literally blew up his own son and Sally in a building. Uh, Yeah. Remember Amber and remember the cliff? And, yep. You know, I mean, come on now. Throwing Ridge out of helicopters yep. into the, the Baltic Sea, I think. I don't Crazy. know what's the ocean out there. Crazy Bill. You know, so, I mean, they got some nerve to be talking, yeah. but, yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of folks was not happy about Liam yesterday uh, episode where he was like, no, you need to choose this over that. And then when she started crying, was like, okay, I'll say no. And then he was like, oh, well, you know, I know this is going to be hard, but, ooh, people was like, she gave up her line for him. And, oh, yeah, so. Any thoughts? I'm just glad she did it. It's going to be fun to watch. And I thought it was cute when Douglas came in and was ready to go home because his parents were getting along. And here's the crazy thing. He can't go cry in the brook now. No. Because look like, would did Brooke forgive him? She, I don't know if it was that she fully forgave him or if she's giving him a chance. I think she gave him a chance. Yeah. So now, because remember, when Brooke hated Thomas as much as Liam did, they always would cry on each other's shoulder. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to go now, Liam? Yep. Right. Because Brooke did say, I used to run this company, and I know what the bottom line means, and blah, blah, blah. Somebody in the chat said that they need to give uh, Taylor a makeover. Do you see anything wrong with her clothes? No. Oh, I, I love Taylor. Taylor. 
I like her cardigan sweaters. I, I do too. I think that it looks very um, trendy and very um, fun. And she, I like her. She does slouch a little bit, but who, you know, hey. Yeah. I love Taylor. Me too. Yes. Yeah, she, yeah. She's, she's so chill. I like her chill mentality. Yeah. Fun. She brings a light to the, to the show. Yeah, she does. And she always smiling and she's so quirky. And mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I like this, this Taylor. I mean, nothing wrong with Hunter Tylo, but it just seemed like Hunter, her, when she played Taylor was a lot more uptight. Yeah. yeah much more serious. Yeah. Uptight's a good word for it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where she's whimsical. You know? Oh my God. That's the perfect word. Yes, that is. <laughs> yes. Whimsical. All right. Are we done with the whole Thomas coming back to Forrester? What about the whole some I had a conversation and somebody was saying Douglas is manipulative. <laughs> because yeah, why? Because every time he sees them getting along, he gives yeah, one like, or the other what they want. Yeah, every time that boy gets what he wants. Well, then you learn from the best, right? Like, <laughs> Look who's around him. <laughs> I mean, you know, the Logan, so the Foresters, the Spencers. <laughs> he's learned yeah. all kinds of tricks. So y'all think he's manipulative? No, I don't no, think so. Because he didn't know that was happening. Right. I mean, he walked in on that happening. It wasn't, he had no idea that they were talking about working to together again. They made the decision to work together and then Douglas came in and found out. So I don't, yeah. there was nothing that he could have manipulated there. I agree. I think he's an adorable little boy and I hope they keep him that way for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I hope I, so too. I did feel bad for Thomas though when Douglas said that he wanted to come back to the cabin. Oh, I did too. Oh my god. So bad for the look on Thomas's face. He was devastated. But, but then it's like I I mean him and Thomas didn't I guess they lived together at Eric's but they just don't, they need to put somewhere, put Thomas somewhere where he can be established in a home. I agree. And he's just not floating around. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know how they could have changed that other than maybe Douglas at least acknowledging his father and saying, and I want to spend more time with you too or something. Yeah, I agree. He, I mean, it's so one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. Because now if he decides to go home with Hope, does that kick that agreement in that she gets full custody now right like where does that leave thomas i don't know well, what's, what's going on with the custody agreement there yeah so that's why i'm wondering if they're going to try to put these two together and that and that's why tom it was stupid what thomas did in the first place which yeah. was he should have just took them to court for custody whether that was um i don't know what do you call it Par partial 50 50 or half custody I don't know what you call it when you split equal time, but joint. whether it was that joint custody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I don't have kids. I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was something like that. <laughs> joint custody or full custody, whatever it was he was trying to do. Mm -hmm. That's what he should have done from the beginning. So there was, there would be no question as to how much time he can spend with his son. Yeah, you know what, Jenna? That's a good point, Jenna. Um, she said put Thomas in the beach house since Taylor moved in with Brooke. 
Has she moved yeah. in already? I didn't think she'd moved in yet. I didn't think so either. I know they talked about it. But I think it, he but... should live at the beach house. You don't? I do. I think he should. Oh, okay. Even if it's with his mom for a while. Yeah. Yeah, get him out of Paris's. I right. mean, unless they're going to put them together, but I don't see that happening. I don't see that happen. They look like they're just friends. They, that's what I get too, is just they just have a good friendship. Yeah. Yep. 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 What do you think about them, that whole conversation between Carter and Katie? Because I said that in my yesterday's recap that it looked like. That all these words that Katie keep throwing around, my friend, my friend, my friend, do you think he's moving to the friend zone? I did no. think that, but yeah. then when she said, no, 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 then I looked at my husband, because y'all know we watch together, I looked at him <laughs> and I said, oh, she was just telling him that it's all that, plus being a friend, which is like the whole package, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I just don't trust the writers, because you know, they'll put Carter in a relationship and the next thing he's single again. I know. He deserves so much better. I know. I was getting so I was getting so mad when she was saying all that she was saying. And I'm like, I know mm -hmm. they are not about to put this man in the friend zone again uh, with Katie yep. again, because this would have been the second time, second or third time. Yeah. Third, I think. Yeah. But, it's but a lot. Then when, yeah. But then when she, you know, cleared it up and was like, no, that's not what I meant at all. And she kissed him. Like, oh, Do you okay. think maybe they're trying to free her up to get back? Because, okay, so, because with this whole thing, it's just a matter of time. They don't borrow time with this whole Sheila and Bill thing. Because oh, obviously she's, she's feeling deacon. So where does that leave Bill when this blow up? He back by himself again. Would that move? Maybe they're trying to move Katie back over there or something? I don't know. Not. I mean, I Brooke's know. still single. They can put him and Brooke together. Girl, Ridge is coming back. He'll be back on the 15th. So And RJ's coming. Yeah, and RJ is coming too. So my question is with Ridge, because they keep, here's the other thing I want to go back to with this whole thing with Thomas and Brooke. Brooke kept saying, you ruined my marriage, you ruined my marriage, you're the problem, you caused my marriage to end. I'm like, but you were singing I'm strong, independent, I'm choosing myself. This is about me. We don't need no man. I'm like, he did you a favor then, didn't he? Well, and not only that, look at all the problems they had before the CPS call. The exactly. whole thing, mm -hmm. mommy kissing Santa, all that. Um, I mean, the drinking, the lying, more lying, covering up the lies, trying to have a little boy lie. That was a lot. Yeah. That marriage was, was on quicksand i mean seriously yeah you know and then the moment that he thought something was wrong you hightail it out of there because you got hit with a pine cone i mean it's just like come on <laughs> forgot about the pine cone yeah and then he takes off the aspen and didn't say anything to anybody and yeah. the girl is like what the french toast happened yeah uh so you know it's like it wasn't just thomas no thomas it was not okay. Yeah, I mean, the CPS call was one thing, but Ridge had a hand in this. Then did y'all hear Thomas throw Ridge on the bus? What did he say? Did he what? say something like he owed them an apology or something? Well, no, when he was talking about when, when Thomas said to Brooke, you know, I can't blame all this on you. Most of this is my dad because he left us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah, I like that. 
like, okay. I like that. My dad was the one that made the decision to leave. Yeah, I was like, oh, and he's not he wrong. There, he went there. Yeah, yeah, you're right about that. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting him to say. <laughs> I mean, that's really been the first time that between him and Steffi that they've admitted that because it's always been them blaming Brooke. Right. Yep. It's always been them brain blaming Brooke. I mean, did she do some things? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But Ridge, you know, your hands ain't clean, buddy boy. Yep. Jenna Ridge has always been the problem. Always. Because he kept going back and forth between the two. Right. And the Taylor and then the Brooke. And then the Brooke and then the Taylor and the back and the forth. And it's like figure out what you want to do until the until the ladies end up choosing themselves last year so you know I thought that was interesting alright anything else on that so we don't have to revisit that unless y'all remember anything no I think mm-hmm. that's all of it alright we gotta talk uh, well, about... oh go ahead I'll... no, go ahead, gonna say. no uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say what did, what did you guys think about Taylor being at that therapist appointment with Thomas I don't know why she was there. Unless she was, was he trying to prove to her that this was legit? I don't know. I mean, maybe she was just there. Maybe he asked her to be there, but they didn't show that part. Mm-hmm. But I did think it was awkward because, I mean, usually when you're a grown man, you don't have your mom and your. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I like it. Was Thirty in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. I, sometimes when I'm when I have to go to the doctor with my 22 year old, and I I'll sit in the lobby unless he say, "Mom, come sit with me." Okay. okay. Then I'll just sit in the lobby in the waiting area. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Or sit in the car or something. But just to go in and sit through the whole there, you know. And he, with, I'm just talking about regular doctor's appointments. This is a whole therapy session. Usually they don't allow that, do they? Unless it's a couples thing. I think um I think there's instances where like maybe if there's a, a specific issue mm-hmm. with a family member, like after yeah. they've gone through whatever sessions that they that or have gone through whatever they need to go through with the patient. Mm-hmm. If they feel like it's beneficial for that family member to be in the room to I don't know, cover something specific i've heard of that happening before okay not just the general hey bring your mom to your therapy session kind of thing and they weren't even like colleagues like they didn't know each other in the field did they i don't 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 think so i don't i don't don't remember i just there's just something weird to me about the way taylor treats thomas she treats him like a boy and i can't stand it it, it's mm. it's a little odd for me too because you know having six brothers and I mean they were it there was none no coddling at all um and that, she, yes, she coddles him she coddles him yeah and and I can speak firsthand um I've been to a lot of therapy and um i would be very uncomfortable with anyone else in there with me and my therapist. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
I don't know. I I don't know if this is a thing where she feels like, like you say, she treats him like a little boy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's he's a grown adult. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe Unless she's trying to feel like, you know, maybe I wasn't there and I want to be there for him now. I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic. I mean, me and my, my son is pretty close, but I also, he, he has boundaries with me and I have boundaries with him because he's an adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, you know, I mean, there's times when he can come up and ball up in the corner of my bed and like, you know, and then there's other times he's like, mom, I don't feel like talking right now. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> right. You know, so I, that, you know, I don't know. That's mm-hmm. like you say, it's kind of weird. And you even see it in the difference with how her and Steffi interact. Totally different. Steffi's so independent. And Thomas is very codependent. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Very much so. Um, <clears throat> is that everything? Did we get that? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Uh, for- that specific thing. For that storyline. Okay, so now we got to talk about Bill, Sheila, and Deacon. Mm-mm. Now, I got to so what do you think about the whole scene with Deacon <laughs> and Bill? Mm-mm. She said, uh-uh. Mm-mm. No Wait, the and, and when I'm, please bear in mind, you know, um, view me with my long face and very high forehead that you could land a plane on and my very thin lips when I say, mm-mm. I'm making my lips even thinner to look like their lips. Oh, you're so crazy. <laughs> because there were none. And <laughs> it looked like, I mean, that close up, y'all. I have a um I have a 72 inch TV, and the close up in HD was really a lot. Wait, Wait. the close up of what? Of their lips, oh, and their mouths. Deacon and Sheila. Yes, <laughs> it was um, a unique experience. <laughs> so, I was on Twitter the other day, and somebody posted that clip oh, no. of them making those faces. Oh, like right, but it, it was just that specific, like three second clip, mm-hmm. and the caption said something like what were they doing with their mouths here? <laughs> I don't know. Their lips disappeared, y'all. It oh was like God. they had lips and they were talking and then their faces got together and their lips went like into their teeth. You know, in that, that movie Eyes oh. Like Us, whenever Chevy Chase and the and Dan Aykroyd are walking down the hallway and their hair's all straight up and their upper lip is curled up and they're like, I think I need a cup of coffee. <laughs> That's what I saw. <laughs> You know the scene I'm talking about, right? Oh, please. <laughs> it's it's hot over here. I'm just cracking up and I'm busting a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> You're so crazy. I would, oh my God. Somebody called somebody a succubus. Who is succubus? <laughs> <laughs> Monica. are you talking about Sheila? Are you calling her a succubus? <laughs> So funny. Jenna says that she looks like she's eating him alive. Oh, it did. It did. She was swallowing his soul. Simone said, I have HD and it was a whole lot. Wasn't it? (laughs) It was, y'all. It was a whole nother level. (laughs) All I remember is when 
she was talking to him and he was getting excited and she kind of looked down to see him getting excited. Mm-hmm. And then she oh, looked yeah. up and then she ripped off, ripped open his shirt and threw him on that wall. I'm like, um, am I watching Cinemax or Daytime? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That was hilarious. And then they woke up in the bed all red and flustered and whatnot. And I'm like, it was like that, huh? Oh, my gosh. You wonder <laughs> who's over offset with the spray water spray bottle. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hang on. Let me touch your forehead again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We got live comedy tonight, you guys. <laughs> So we'll be here you. all night. Tip your weight staff. But listen, hit the like button if you are enjoying the content because we over here having a blast. <laughs> a blast. <laughs> Especially with these two ladies. My <laughs> Okay, but um, so, okay, so in the comment section, I'm going to ask you too. In the comment section, do you think the whole scene with Deacon and Sheila hot? Or not, and then I'm, I'm while they're trying to answer that on you guys' side, um, Keisha, hot or not? Um, I'm gonna say it was hot. Oh, okay. it was a, it was a little it was a little weird in the the very beginning. Okay, with the, little, the weird faces. But did you guys see Sheila's body? Wait a minute, did you see she had on her good push up bra? She sure did. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was okay. like, where did those come from? <laughs> Flat stomach and everything. Yeah. He looks yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, so she... while they're hot, it wasn't hot. <laughs> it That's was a, a hot mess. That's a good Uh-oh. way to put it. it was I like the way Trish was framing Yes, but they are oh hot. God. They look amazing. Now we got some hots in the comments. Okay, okay. Right. Jenna, Jenna said not. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, I think it's hotter than the scene with Jack and Diane. It's like, yes, Diane is yes. like watching paint dry. I mean, you know, so, so Jack is distinguished, right? Right. I think Diana is I think Diana is, is hot. Okay. She's she's got a great figure. Mm-hmm. Um Deacon is Deacon rebel. Deacon's a rebel hot. And Sheila is that crazy girl hot. You know the crazy girl hot? No, no, <laughs> you mean psychotic. Totally psychotic. <laughs> mhm. And and the and on the crazy hot girl scale, the hotter they are, the crazier they are, the better. The yeah, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> so evidently, as we said before, what's up in there, guys? Because <laughs> there's a lot of men that are liking Sheila. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, you know, everybody was fawning over Brooke for a long time, you know. Now it's Sheila, so. Yeah. But there's a lot of hots in the comments, I gotta say. Okay, okay. 
<laughs> I'm not the only person who oh the eyes only says am I the only person who thought Sheila had a boob job uh, I mean the girl her chest was sitting up there but, but she, she did I think Keisha said said it right she did have on one of those push up bras that literally I mean they hold everything up there's a huge pad on the underside of that pushing everything up yeah the girl had a good bra on she was prepared Yes. Yeah. You know how they some of the girls and I know in the chat maybe people know but they have their um their bags. <laughs> my my <laughs> sister worked in a nursing home and this elderly woman called them tube sock T I T T I S. No, not like that, girl. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about she knew she was going over to Deacon's house. I'm surprised she didn't have, I'll just put it like this, her little hook'em bag. You know what I'm talking about, Keish? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yo, I'm dying over here. I'm so yep. embarrassed. <laughs> but obviously, she knew what to wear under that shirt, so she didn't have to bring something. Well, she couldn't come out of that house with a bag. No way, because Liam came by. Which is when she slid over the deacons. That's oh why you my keep God. it in the Who's car. Who's laughing? Trisha, is that you laughing? I am dying of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing? Oh, look at that. Uh, uh, Bree said her 304 bag. Yep. <laughs> yes, you keep exactly. that in the car. You, that's the bag that you always keep in your car. <laughs> for those just in case moments. Absolutely. That's exactly uh, the girls and you girls know what she's talking about. So, <laughs> and I mean, with with Sheila, she couldn't carry a bag unless she slid out the back door. She couldn't carry no bag because Bill be looking like, "Where you going with that?" Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the girl came prepared. I'm like, dang, did she stop? Did she shop at La Perla or Victoria's Secret? Because. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's what that looked like. I'm like, dang. She just knew what she was planning on doing it. that day. What'd you say? She just knew what she was planning on doing that day. Girl, and she had on her silk, le- um, what is that? Not leopard, but some her little of- easy access dress. It, that little yeah, shirt dress or whatever she had on. Easy access. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Bree said, I hope she showed and brushed her teeth before she kissed all over Bill. Oh, I was thinking God. the same thing. It's like, oops, gone <laughs> the bill. They did not show them taking a shower. And <laughs> I'm just thinking that's really, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, she, you know, yeah. Because mm-hmm. who knows what they did. We didn't see it all. Mm-mm. Right. You know, the way they, and because they, they went at it twice. She probably got her little toothbrush over at Deacon's house when she used to live there before. Exactly. I bet she used his. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're those kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Jenna, that is zebra. She had on a zebra shirt. Girl, and then she come back to the house. Bill was like, where you been? Oh, I went shopping. He was like, where your bag? Bro? Right. <laughs> oh, God. Talking about I was just enjoying the freedom of being able to go into a store. <laughs> uh-uh. Like, come on, Sheila. You can girl, do better than that. 
wait a minute. And that, like I said, I hope you shower because one thing, just like we said about Nick, well, I mean, uh, Nick walking into that room with Sally and Adam back the in December, the stench. You hopefully you ain't bring no scent back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Listen, gosh. this is not Saturday morning. It's Friday night. So we're doing this <laughs> thing over here. We've it's, had a beverage, possibly. Right. This is not a Sunday, a Saturday morning brunch with people are just waking up. It's Friday night. <laughs> we are in the PMs. Some of y'all got wine glasses and then mm-hmm. we grown over here. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. I don't think I've ever seen well, I can't say ever. But the way Sheila and Deacon were talking about um, Bill, like worried about him finding out, mm-hmm. it was weird to see Sheila like that. Because you what, know, scared. Course, she, yeah, scared. scared. Okay. She mm-hmm. should be scared because, of course, you know, she's like he, he can he can send me back to jail, blah blah blah. But like actually seeing her scared of something because she's usually the one that's causing the chaos, right? Um, it was just that was different to see that. To yeah, see her like that. yeah, because she feel guilty. Here's the thing: they were all hot and bothered before they got started. And then it was over. It's like, what do we do? Oh my God, he could kill us. Okay, let's do it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Out these two are, now. I gotta say, they do have chemistry though. Now, as much as like you said, the lips on the screen and all that all kind of stuff. Yeah, I think it was bad angles by the camera. Yeah. But they have a lot of chemistry. They got more chemistry than her and Bill. That It's just like, why did you guys put them together in the first place? They're like yeah. cute robots. And then he started to get a voice when it came to Liam this week because he was like, you know, uh, you know, she better not mess with me or, you know, she's the one that's really going to be in trouble. And he was like, okay, yeah, that's the Bill I'm used to. Right. Come on. And then soon as Liam brought his narrow behind back up there, and like Bill said, did you make it to the stoplight? Did you write? (laughs) (laughs) And you know California traffic, and how far away is Brooks' house to Bill's house? Are they in the Mm -hmm. same neighborhood? Mm, Who? Bill and Brooks. I don't know. Are they in? I think, according to what we remember, he lives in Bel Air. So I don't know. Do they live in Bel? Do he? Do Brooke live in Bel Air? I don't know. I don't yeah, remember. I don't know where any of them live. Huh, uh, Bree said, as far as hot scenes, I got to give it to Brooke. She put in that work, whether it was with her husband or somebody else's husband, her side dude. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Okay, Simone says she limped in, meaning Sheila limped into the house on that boat in bow legged, and Bill just stood Ooh. there looking like he passed gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Y'all crazy in this chat. She went horseback riding. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Coming up bow legged. Oh my god! Oh my. Okay, all right. Oh yeah. Okay, so Del says Bill lives in Bel Air, so I don't know where Brooke is. I'm assuming it ain't that far. 
But the way Liam was moving around, yeah, he went home, talked to Hope, came back in less than three seconds. Right. So, but then she goes up in the other room and then Deacon call. And she like, you can't call me here. He was like, well, why you answer the phone? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good point. Sheila couldn't say nothing because it was like, yeah, why did I answer the phone? If I didn't want to really talk to him, I'm like, girl, you you on thin ice. Yeah. Right. You're going to get caught and get kicked out and sent right back to jail. All right. Did we cover everything? Um, I believe so. I think so, too. I think so, too. Usually with bowl, it's not a lot because it's only a half an hour every day, but all yeah. right, so let's go ahead and do our who flip the script. So for those who aren't familiar that are new here, our flip the script segment is if there's a particular scene or storyline that you wish you could change, that's where we flip the script. So who's going first for Young and the Wrestler? Um, I can go first. I don't really have any good ones. Okay, I hold for, on I one second, Oh, okay. Um, in the chat, you can also drop your flip the scripts as well. We'll try to read some of them. Okay, go ahead, Keish. Um, my my take is, oh wait, sorry, flip the script. My flip the script on YNR was when Adam approached Sally to talk to her. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of Nick lingering around and throwing his little two cents in, he should have given them the time to to have whatever convo. Adam needed to have with her instead of trying to be in the business. So I wish she would have walked away and given them time together. Okay. And what you got, um, Trish? Uh, I think my flip the script would be the whole um, Phyllis getting drunk and losing her mind and getting this whole Jeremy thing going on. What would you would have changed? I just, at this point, want Phyllis just to let I mean, Jack's not a prize. Let Diane have him. Who cares? Um, mm-hmm. There's other people out there, and you need to repair your relationship with your daughter and your son. Yep, gotcha. My flip the script would be Devon throwing Victoria out immediately. Mm-hmm. When she come up in there and start mm-hmm. talking all this stuff about McCall and trying to uh, think I'm stupid, and try, it's like, girl, if you don't turn around and go back out that door. Yeah. <laughs> Like and close, and don't and take her to the door. Don't let her let herself out. Walk her out and and slam the door because that was just absolutely ridiculous. She should Devon should have put her butt out. Yep. Okay. So what you got for bold for a flip? Um, my bold flip was Taylor being at that therapist appointment. She just shouldn't have been there. Gotcha. My. My flip would have been for Liam to not be a Liam and just listen to Hope and let Hope make her decision and then support her because it's her life's work. Gotcha. Okay. Um, There's a YR flip by Bree. She said Summer tells her mom about Sally's pregnancy to help break up Sally and Nick. Yeah, that would have definitely distracted Phyllis. She would have loved to do that one. (laughs) Seriously. Okay, so my flip on bold 
would have been Steffi putting that deadline that Keish said that she would do. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I was just over all of the whining and begging and apologies and stuff. That just dragged on the entire week. Mm-hmm. Look, I need to know by tomorrow what you're going to do. And by Tuesday the, the 7th, we probably would have had an answer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if she had to put that deadline and say, look, I don't have all day. We got to make a decision. Time is money. Figure it out. I'm giving you 24 hours. Get to it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right, so who's taking some? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Let me see. Um, Lashanta said, "I wish Devon by Tucker's company get handled to win it back." Taylor probably going to end up sleeping with the therapist. Hmm, interesting. Simone said to flip the script on Devon and Victoria, and then flip the script on Bo. Hope should have cursed Liam out instead of crying. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I can't even. Can you imagine a Hope curse, cursing? No, no. no. Uh, Duran says his flip is was Victoria showing up at Devon. Vinny's flip for Bold is that Bill tells Liam what's really going on besides just letting him walk out. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Who's taking some seats? Who's going first for Young and the Restless? Me, Phyllis, again. <laughs> Is that it today? With all her ridiculousness. Oh, um, okay. I guess Billy can take a seat with her too because he was ridiculous this week. Gotcha. With the little his little back and forth with Adam, unnecessary. And mm-hmm. and the conversation that he had with Phyllis, unnecessary. Nick can also take a seat because he was being unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And Nikki can take a seat for trying to um, get Michael to do her dirty work. Mm-hmm. Um, hold on one second. Uh, Vinny said, my flip for bold is that built... Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Bree says, B&B flip. Steffi cuts off Hope for the Future and proposes Hope and Thomas to work on a new line. Hmm, that hmm. would be interesting. Uh, LaShanta says, Steffi needs to be the CEO and not give Hope a choice. Oh, well, that's what most companies would do. Yeah. Yeah, they would just be like, mm, we're done with this. Okay, let's let's just keep it moving. All right. Um, were you done with your seats, Keish? Uh yeah. Okay, what you got, Trish? So everybody Keisha said. <clears throat> and and I want to add to another seat in a different side of the room than Phyllis, Diane, and Summer. And Kyle. Oh, okay. And on that's on one R. And then are we doing? Did we do bold? Are we doing? I gotta do my. I gotta do. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So for me, Nicholas and Phyllis, and I got Billy gets on my nerves. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm trying to think, is there anybody else I would need to take? Oh, Victoria. Victoria, oh. I'm not is <clears throat> I would like you to use your business acumen on bold on the young and the restless for what you did to Devon. Yeah, you need to go in timeout. And what you're doing to Nate. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs yeah. to call you in the EEO office and take EEOC <laughs> office and take a seat. Absolutely. That's crazy. <laughs> anyway. 
Okay, what you got for bold for take a seat? Um, my take a seat for bold is the obvious choice, Liam. Mm-hmm. And his, I, I, he's so arrogant and so like I just feel like he's always imposing what he wants on hope. It's just annoying. Um, so that's my he's my only take a seat this week. Okay. Hmm. Gotcha. All right. My take a seat for this week for bold. I mean, gosh. Can't think of them. Hila, Bill, Deacon, but not in the same room. Mm -mm. Okay. That That whole thing is just nuts. I mean, I just can't, I just can't. And, and I agree with Liam taking a seat as well because of what he did to hope. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I think that covers it for me. Uh, for me, Liam and Wyatt, that whole conversation you know, oh, yeah. is just irritating today. I mean, it's just like y'all whining like two little spoiled brats. Um, and then if I had to say anybody else, it would have probably been, Katie, because I mean, she gets my friend, my friend, my friend. I'm like, what was the dude? The dude was wondering, look, are you going to slide me into the friend zone again? I don't blame him for not being sure. Why you keep bringing that up? I get it that in relationships, you can be a friend, but I mean, how many times was she going to say that? That was crazy to me. Yeah. All right. And then there's some. Yeah. Um, there are some seats in the in the uh, let's see. Um, Simone said, Take a seat, Phyllis and Nikki and Bill with um Liam. Hope is like Thomas get treated like she's five years old. <laughs> um, Honey Smile said, For the young and the restless, take a seat. Um, find oh, Victoria all day. Find her a lap to sit on instead since she's so part. (laughs) A single lap. (laughs) Yes, single. Yes, single. Um, Helena says, Audra needs to take a messy seat. Uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on. Dang, I lost my place. Hold on. There's so many. Hold on. Let me look at it from my phone instead of on the app. All right. I read this. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. You got it. Um, I, I, this tweet that I saw mm-hmm. it says, "If anyone really thinks RJ is coming back for any other reason than to help push Ridge and Brooke back together, as Taylor kids have been trying to do, then y'all have way more faith in Brightly Bell than I do." That mm-hmm. was my thought when I first saw that rumor of mm-hmm. Ridge bringing RJ back. Is the only thing that's going to do is put Ridge in a uh, back together. Maybe they should have aged him though. Because the, the guy I think, how old because he still like the same teen boy that you was dating Coco. Yeah. He looks like he could be a teen. He looks like he's probably in his early like 20s, like maybe 19, 20 years old. I feel like the RJ they had before mm-hmm. still looked like he was about 15, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. This one looks a little bit older. Not maybe much, he so. maybe he can get with um with Paris. That's what I was thinking. I wondered if maybe uh, they would put him with Paris. 
Okay, uh-huh. that's interesting. But I have a feel. Do you guys think that they're gonna? He's gonna be at odds with Thomas because of all this drama that Thomas uh-huh. has caused. That would be a bit. Uh, uh, that would be a plot to a plot twist. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah, and what if he has a a talent? Oh, okay. They're saying in the chat he's twenty four. Oh, he's twenty four. Oh, wow. yeah. He looks much yeah. younger. Oh, to be so young again. <laughs> but with the wisdom that I have now. I know, right? Okay. So Delmonica says Summer needs to take a seat for how she treated her mom. She's going to reap all that back. Man. Um, Man. Summer ain't did nothing wrong. You're so funny. <laughs> LaShanta says Summer and Billy. Duran says Nick, Sally, Victoria, Nate, Victor, and Diane. The whole cast. Victor? <laughs> Would okay. the young and the restless please take a seat? Including the writers. <laughs> the, the whole cast and the writers. Right. What's that head guy name? Josh Griffith. You take one too. So. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Bree says Liam and Wyatt they can say nothing about Thomas after Bill and Quinn have been forgiven and mm-hmm. able to and have their careers. Facts. Yeah, yeah. Jenna says Sally needs to take a seat. Helena says Diane and Jack need to take a seat. Lashanta says Hope, Liam, Bill, Sheila, and Deacon. Jenna says Liam needs to take a seat. Helena says Wyatt and Liam need to take a seat. Vinny says, I'm going to take a seat because I can't take any more of this. <laughs> uh, Ron Julian says, Brad Bell and Josh Griffin need to take a seat. I, I so agree with that. Um, oh, dang. Brooklyn said, put Carter with Brooke. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. No, no, no. Um, BFF. What? Uh, Carter and Ridge are BFFs. They ain't gonna do that. Yeah, that would be rough, wouldn't it? Uh, Helena said Carter needs a timeout. Um, do y'all think y'all want to see Ridge back with Brooke? No, 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 Jenna. Oh, she said she don't. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. No, Carl. Yes, put him with Tom. Put who with Thomas? Oh, put him against Thomas. RJ. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, okay. Oh uh, no, Bree said Carter is hers. So, <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, you have to go on in there and claim that one, Bree, because Katie is playing tiddlywinks with this dude. Anyway, all right. So, did we cover everything? Anybody got any last thoughts? Anything? Anything? Looking forward to next week. Um. Yeah. I have- I haven't seen, oh, I haven't seen Monday's episode. Um, Ridge is supposed to be back on the 15th. There are no episodes next Thursday and Friday. It's preempted for the NC2A tournament, my favorite time of the year. All right. The final four is in my city. Oh, it is? Yeah, Houston. Oh, man. It's a lot of um, conference tournaments going on this week, which everybody gets a ticket to the dance, which is next week. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of the soap fans are complaining around this time of the year, but I'm like, bring it on. I have my brackets and everything. Oh, good luck. Yeah, I mean, I don't have 
there's a couple because see I'm a basketball mom anyway my daughter played for 10 years so I've been around the sport and so some of the girls that are playing at like the University of Maryland and some of the other schools I know them uh-huh. and so it's nice to be able to I've been following them since they went to college mine graduated two years ago Fabulous. But, but some of the other girls are still playing in college. And so, you know, I like to follow them and see how they're doing. I'm still in touch with their parents and stuff. So, you know, I cheer them on from the sideline. So we get the um the first four is in our is in my city every every uh, year. Excellent. Is it? Mm-hmm. In Dayton. Do you ever go? The tickets probably cost the same amount to get to an NBA game. It's a lot. I've- it's a I've lot. never been before. Oh, but it gets super busy. Um, and we're not, you know, we're not like a huge, we're not a big city or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gets it gets pretty busy around that time. I'm not saying that I don't I don't like it because it's good for business, for small mm-hmm. businesses and stuff. Because there's a lot of um, restaurants, like locally owned, not chain restaurants that mm-hmm. that that brings in a lot of business for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's pretty cool. Mm. Okay. But yeah, I've never been before. I should yes. try it one day. One yes. day. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so we only got three days worth next week and more than likely because next week would be all 32 teams and then it'll narrow down the following week to the Sweet 16. So we'll probably have two weeks back to back where it's going to be preempted. Mm-hmm. So just letting you guys know, we don't have a full set of soap weeks probably for the next two weeks. But um, I'm trying to think of the other sport. RJ's coming back, and I don't think there's any anything new and huge except the wedding of Jack and Diane. That's coming up. And then I can't wait to see Liam's head pop off. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be fun. I can't wait for that one. Liam yeah. is going to have a conniption. Like I say, he will need to call Phyllis and have a a, a, a session because he ain't got nobody to talk to. Right. There is nothing funnier than watching Liam throw a temper tantrum. I know. <laughs> he's really good at throwing. He's a big, <laughs> girl, he's a big baby. He is. He's yeah, a big simpy baby. Oh, um, I think that's okay. That's all I can think of right now unless y'all got something else. Nope. No, at last. All right. Fun as always. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. I like the Friday nights. It's kind of chill and, you know, we can kind of talk crazy sometimes. So I really enjoyed (laughs) it. All right, you guys on the YouTube side, if you haven't hit that like button, make sure that you do on the way out. Also, if you're not subscribed, because I do spoilers, daily recaps, and we do our lives every week over here as well so until next week stay tuned for the spoilers for the week of the 13th through the 20th and other than that we will see you later bye 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 thanks for joining us this week on cbs soap dish recap make sure you check us out on our facebook group at the young and the restless Bold and the Beautiful Long Haul Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. 
You can check us out on other platforms, such as via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.